player 2 has joined the game. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 308 of the two-player co-op podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? I just realized you don't have coffee. No coffee? No talk? Well, well, you can't make coffee. I can't make coffee, and I can't go to Starbucks either because we live in the Wild West here, Yeah, apparently. There was a shooting. Uh, did you see what Jess sent? Yeah. They shoplifted, and the cops were waiting for him. They were like, oh, no. It, it seems like, like a mission <laughs> in G- GTA. They walk out, and they go, huh, bang, 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 and then the cops arrest him. We had people shooting up our local uh, academy sports store. Right next to my Starbucks. Starbucks. So I couldn't get Starbucks tonight. Power's out at my house for some reason, so I couldn't make coffee. Do you want me to go get you water? No, I'm good. Okay. We're going to be talking a lot. It's just a little bit of coffee talk without the coffee. But if this is the first time you're ever seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the two-player co-op podcast where just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt. If you only listen on audio services, that's cool too. Just give us a thumbs up, five-star review, or whatever your service allows. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op where you get these benefits which stack at every level for one dollar you become a booster where you get the podcast live on youtube one day early three dollars makes you a sponsor where you get a bonus episode every month five dollars makes you a producer where you can watch us record the podcast live on youtube as we are doing right now ten dollars makes you an affiliate where you get access to a monthly q a episode i just realized that it's january guys we will record it next week because i assume this podcast is going to be a long one so i will post that quickly geez you need to move out of the city we we ain't in the city <laughs> we're, we're in the burbs <laughs> 20 dollars makes you a partner where you can choose the bonus episode topic and record with us if you so choose some of our patrons deserve a shout out just like our affiliates james solar make sure you check out james games and more on youtube james you're getting so much run out of prime 2 that i it, it is amazing i did not realize how involved this game was they're they're pretty legit there has to be like a thousand items and e-tanks and missiles and like it's just crazy yeah so go check out james over james games and more on youtube sarah solar john tingley Derek bamford and mom mom i'm not gonna dance chris there he is what up cutie that's gonna be weird for people that don't see the live chat uh also our producers steve appleton and sue dustin downs and chris peralta speak of the devil check out ps rewind on youtube chris where are you at we need some posts we need some uploads merch if you like cool t-shirts and the like you can go to teespring.com no <laughs> slash doors slash two player co-op my new year's uh, by the way Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that crap. Um, one of my resolutions should be to figure out how to make the... When you go like this, I can just hit a button and it works. You should also get one that is just like a pop-up that just has a whole the boost, the tier information in it. So, so you don't have, have to, to read it. it every time. That is a good point. Yeah. They got to read fast. You don't have to read it. You just... Hey, uh, if you're interested oh, in becoming a Patreon, patreon.com slash two-player co-op with these benefits. Pops up. Okay. And then you can just kind of leave it up there while you're doing the shout-outs so people have time to read. That is correct. 
Uh, reminder, I've only heard from Dustin and James. We're running out of time. I would like to do the draft oh, yeah. for the Fantasy Metacritic League this week or next week at the latest, early next week. We can get on a Zoom call. We'll make schedules work. It doesn't matter. We don't, we're, we're not recording anything, so we, you don't even have to be on video or anything like that. We just all need to be able to talk so I can write down who's doing what. Dustin, when you're watching this, I want to be able to have you on here, so let me know what your schedule is. Um, but, yeah, if you're a patron, let me know. Fantasy Draft 2023 is going to be nuts, so I think this could be a lot of fun. Agreed. So just a reminder to our patrons, hit me up, let me know. Speaking of fantasy. Oh, he is all that is man. You can call me the champ. Zingy zangy noise. What is a zingy zangy noise with the pop? What is a zingy zangy noise? So he's singing like, for the, the... Swang. No, that was <laughs> schwang. Schwing, not zingy zang. Uh, yeah, I won my fantasy championship. Uh, limped into the playoffs. Was happy that I won a game. Then played the number one team. And I'm like, oh, I might actually have a chance. Because Jalen Hurts was out, beat him, made it to the finals. Derrick Henry sat, which also helped me. That is correct. Still to deal with Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey, but and you lost your quarterback after I lost my I lost my quarterback Tua the week before, so I played his backup Teddy, who got knocked out. I don't know somewhere in the third quarter or something. So I got like ten points out of my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Um, But yeah, Christian McCaffrey came up big. Mm -hmm. Brandon Ayuk came up big. Um, just imagine if you did get Purdy. Like he didn't put up a lot of numbers, but but he compared been, to ten, you would have won instead of by twenty or nineteen, whatever it was. You would have won at least by thirty. I would think. Yeah. But yeah, first time ever winning. I feel like if I never win it again, I'm okay. That's one of those things that I'm like, <clears throat> at least I won once. I really didn't think I would ever win. And then I don't know. Sometimes things just fall. I need them to. Sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. I won 13 years ago, and I will probably never win. <laughs> my, I, I had one of the worst teams ever this year, freaking fantasy football. By the way, football, my God. Whew. Just remember that it is just a freaking game. Yes. That's what I will say after what happened last night. It's just a game. It does not really matter doesn't matter if you're a fan or not a fan it does not matter people's lives freaking matter so <sighs> damar we're all thinking about you um i love that his gofundme for the toy drive is now like, like four million or something it was 4.5 last time i saw it, but that was a few hours ago so i assume it's over five at this point by the time this goes live for everybody hopefully it's over six or seven like who knows but they just, said he had to be resuscitated twice on the field before oh yeah because they started putting him into the ambulance and then they like, took nope, him back take him down. down he's he's gone like crazy it does really put you know it or hopefully it does i've got some friends that are like play the game what are we doing the standings i'm like well, they're all a bunch stupid. of assholes like i do not like i am a like the bills have always been my second team behind the giants if they don't get home field because they have to put this as a tie i don't care right yeah i want this kid and he is a kid he's 24 like i want him to be okay that's all that matters if you're whining about the schedule and stuff man so yeah that's enough of that let's talk about happy stuff sean 
Yes, I said half. I thought you said half. Yep. <clears throat> Sean, anything you want to talk about before we get into everything? Um. Nah. <clears throat> Sean. Yeah. Make a zingy zangy noise and let me know what you have been playing this week. Sing song. <laughs> I, don't know what I know Chris, but what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to read and you're going, sing sang. Chris, I know, but what they're saying is, oh, it's so late in the season. <laughs> Vert, it's so late in the season. Like, what are you going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Call to tie and move on. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're all, they're, they're playing a game. We, we play video games. None of this stuff actually matters in real life is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So, Sean, zing zang. All right. Uh, going back two weeks, because it's been a while. Um, I think over those two weeks, I started and finished and platinum and did it. Um, Ender Lilies. This was like a few days before Christmas, maybe. Now this is a Vania. It's right? a Vania. I basically just looked up um, best PlayStation Metroidvanias. Right. And that was on there. It was one I had seen before, but didn't really know anything about it. That was this. Do you know? I can't remember. Was this extra? I assume it was just extra. No, I bought it. It's not even on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just in the mood. Because I think I... Okay, so I had been playing... um, What do you call it? Uh, Dead Cells. And I got to what I think might be like the last boss or probably like the last boss but then hmm. even when you beat him something changes and he's no longer the last boss it's probably that kind of you thing. gotta do it again yeah but then i died and it <clears throat> was real tough getting there and when i died like he smoked me i've never i haven't there was the first time i died to a boss none of the bosses hmm. have been that difficult and he smoked me and then it's like all right back to the beginning and i'm like Ugh. i'm done i'm just like i'm no better than i was if I'm really that far away from being able to beat him, I don't know. It just like totally demotivated me. And I'm like, I kind of just want a normal Metroidvania. <clears throat> That's so I what looked. I loved. Sidebar. That's what I love so much about freaking Hades. Like yeah. it felt like every, even when I died, if I didn't get far, I'm like, okay, I got more of like the, like the right. black diamond things and like the souls and whatever. Like it always felt like I was doing something even when I sucked. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it was between Ender Lilies and Salt and Sanctuary. Sacrifice. Whatever the first one was. Sacrifice, yeah. I mean, Sanctuary I want I want to play both of them, but I'm like, I might as well play the first one first. But so I did Ender Lilies. It's a pretty I had a couple problems with you people that made the game. Um It looks kinda like Hollow Knight, right? It feels like Hollow Knight. Okay. It looks like Hollow Knight. It sounds like Hollow Knight. Yeah. The map is not good it's like there's just like a rectangle like a box and it might be shaped like this or might be shaped like this depending on like if it's a vertical room or but like but there's no you could be you could be in a room that looks like this that you can run through in like five seconds and then you go to the next room that looks identical and it's like huge like the scale means nothing all it shows is you're in this room Okay. And then it shows lines like you can there's probably an exit up here that takes you to that room there there. But like those don't always line up. Sometimes you walk off the screen to go to a new room. Sometimes there's like a door in the <clears> background <throat> that you push up or triangle I think to go through. And 
it'll take you on like this path. The map is just terrible. Do you have a map while you're playing? You do. But is it like the Metroid map, like the symphony map, or is it what you're saying? No, it's the same thing. The map, it's either full screen or the mini map, but it's just like, it shows you the room you're in, but there's no sense of scale or anything. So they thought they were being cute, I assume. I don't know if they were, I don't know what the reason was. Hmm. But other than that, I don't really have many complaints. It's not like the best. It's probably not even in my top five Metroidvanias, maybe top 10. But other than that, I can't really point to anything that was wrong with it per se. It's just, it was fine. Um, It's a Metroidvania. Right. Um, So how bad can it be? Um, Platinum wasn't too bad. It was basically just a, Go everywhere, collect everything. They at least show you one playthrough. They at least show you the rooms change color from, Uh, I think, blue to gold on the map if you've gotten everything in there. So so while you're doing collectible hunting, you at least know. Exactly. So you at least know where to go to get stuff that you've missed. Um, So guide or no guide? The only time I used a guide... There was a couple of collectibles that I'm just like, I've been all over this yeah. room and there's nothing. And then I eventually found it with the guide. And the final boss, I was just, he was smoking me. And so you can, you get um, spirits, which are like your special, like side attacks. Um, and then you get relics, which are things you equip to like give you more health or let you jump higher or let you move faster or blah, 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 blah. And I couldn't beat the final boss. And I looked it up and then somebody was like, try using these spirits and equip these relics and use this attack when he's doing this and this attack when he's doing that, whatever. And once I read that, I was like, oh, well, that, yeah, perfect. And then I beat him with no problem. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, it was fun. Um, it was my last platinum. I think I got it. Oh my god, John! What the hell, Truman Show? We're gonna talk about that here in a second. Holy crap! Is it as bad as Batman: Arkham Origins Blackgate map? Are you kidding me? So I played that Truman game Show. for about five minutes, and not a good map. Well, but that's because I had already killed everybody. But um, but yeah, um, it was fine. I liked it. Um, if you're a Metroidvania fan and you haven't played it, check it out. I think it's worth a playthrough. Um, other than that, I think all I've played. Okay. So do CP and then we'll hold up on CC. Yeah. Um, Callisto protocol. If anybody couldn't crack the code, um, I'm not sure hmm. where I stand on it. Hmm. Uh, along the same theme, except even worse <clears throat> there is no map. And if I ever a game yeah. needed a map, like, okay, you got through this area. Okay, now you're in this new area. And you go into this hall, and you can go left, and you can go right. And if you go left, you can go left, and then maybe you can go right or straight. And if you go right, maybe you can go left or up a ladder. 
and anytime you choose a path, it's not like, oh, it's just a room with some collectibles. Okay, let me go. It's like that path continues on. And sometimes they circle around and lead back somewhere else, but I don't even realize that I'm back to where I was until, because there's no map. I'm just like, this looks familiar. Oh, wait, am I back? If I go, oh, that is. Okay, I'm back in the same room, and it's just so confusing. And I get... I'm sure they did it on purpose. To There's just a point add, where immersion goes way too far. Yeah. So it's still a freaking game. It needs it. God, it needs a map. Um, so other whenever than I borrowed this, this is a guide game, I guess. Or no. It depends. I mean, it's not like, I mean, I get kind of lost. My bigger issue Thank is you, I at least am considering getting the platinum. Okay. And I'm assuming to get the platinum, <clears throat> you need to find everything. And, and so my bigger issue hard, is I if I go right <laughs> and then I go left, let's see what's that way. There's been times where like I jumped off of something and you can't get back up and you're sliding. And so I'm like, well now who knows what I've missed by not getting to explore those other paths. Well, you got to go left and then right next time. And so it's just so annoying. Like it, my God, it needs a map. Yeah. The map aside, it's, <clears throat> fun it feels very just slow and mm-hmm. stiff like i just feel like i don't know like there's no sprint right you can sprint but even when you sprint it's like a fast walk i don't know it yeah. just feels very like slow and plodding and it's not particularly scary i mean there's parts that are just like oh god yeah um but it's nothing like resident evil 7 or 8 or uh pt it's not like scary scary there's an occasional like enemy that jumps out from behind a corner and you're like come on that was cheap um it's fine um it looks beautiful i've heard people say that it's like one of the best looking it's next gen games even though it's cross gen right it's yeah it looks unbelievable um i finally have a gun and it's fine I, I tend to just use my melee almost exclusively but now i'm starting to use my gun because i keep opening up little bins and stuff with ammo but i can't get it because i'm full of ammo because i haven't been using my gun so i'm uh, like well i might as well use my gun if the ammo is that so plentiful. there's no briefcase resident evil kind of a thing not that i've gotten to the dodging if anybody hasn't heard it's kind of weird um Anytime you're like 1v1-ing ing an enemy, it's fine because you literally just hold left or right, either right. direction. It doesn't matter. Which is so... And you kind of just wait for the enemy to swipe at you and you'll dodge. And you kind of wait a half a beat and if they're not about to attack again, you, you hit them. beat the crap out of them. And then you're like, hit, 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 and then it puts <clears throat> them back. And you're like, okay, I know they're going to come back. Now, if you held left before, you have to hold right this time. So now you're holding right. And then he attacks. You'll automatically dodge. Wait a half a beat. Oh, he's going to attack again, so I better hold left. Okay, it looks like he's done attacking. Whack, whack, whack. Just rinse and repeat. Now, if you've got multiple enemies, it gets a little tricky. But even then, it's kind of like bad movies where it's like, if y'all two things would just attack me at the same time, you'd probably kill me. But instead, they're like taking turns. But then it's like it's like Last Jedi, where there's like a red tree. Like, right. <laughs> but there's there's some confusing things where I'm like, all right, if this guy attacked me and I was holding left, now I need to hold right. But this new guy's attacking me. 
do I still hold right or can I keep holding left? This is why you just I held left circle. And then this guy hit me because I didn't dodge right quick enough. So did I miss my chance to dodge right and now I should go back to left? Or does that mean I dodge right next time? Like there's just weird. The dodging mechanic is very odd. Yeah. It doesn't seem particularly challenging. I don't know how long the game is. I would guess it's I'm supposed to be like eight to ten, I think. Oh, then I mean I'm probably at least a quarter, if not a third of the way through. Um it doesn't seem that difficult. I think beating it on hard is very reasonable. Um I think I've heard that the uh the final boss sucks. Really? Like the bosses up until then are fine and then it's like the difficulty goes boom. Okay. So. Yeah, so I don't know. It's fine. Um, I don't know. I don't hate it. I'm sure I'm going to beat it. Um, I just I just wish there was a map. I don't know how this game does not have a map. Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 8, 2 remake, Even God 3 remake. Even crappy map all these, a map. But all these games are still terrifying. Yes. And does not lower the immersion by the fact that you have a map. You don't, like, if this game had a map, it would instantly go, right now it's probably like a, I don't know, like a seven to me. If it had a map, it's up to at least an eight and a half, maybe nine. Hmm. Like, it's good, but the map thing just, yes, I'm just always getting lost and it it just, it drives me nuts, but yeah. And then I've also been playing something you've been playing, but we'll get to that in a minute. We will get to that. So that's it for you. Uh, yeah, that's it. So also, yeah, I got both those two games physical. First two physical games I've gotten in a while. I am one hundred percent team digital now because now I hate playing two games at the swap, same time, yeah. having to swap the disc. I'm already like, oh god, like, well, I'm I- over that already. Like. I'm just digital. I mean, Christmas presents, whatever. It's easy to just yeah. give me the disc, whatever. And then, you know, you can let people borrow it, which is nice. But, and it wouldn't be that bad if I wasn't trying to play them to simultaneously. Time, yeah. But yeah, the whole switching the disc out, that's yeah. already annoying well, the crap out of me. When I put the disc in for the game that you got me, which we will wait till the end, um, all I had to take out was MI Fallout. And that movie is perfect. It's not as good as Maverick. Like, I was listening to a podcast where they're like, does this make you like Mission Impossible Fallout less because Maverick's so good? I'm like, no, 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 stop. No, no. They're both awesome. Like, MI Fallout is the best MI. I cannot wait for Deep Impact Part 1, whatever the hell it's called. Dead Reckoning? Yes. It was a D. I got it. (laughs) Team Physical. I know, I know. I like physical games. I was for the longest time, but now... But now uh, that I can just pre-order and have it pre-loaded, and then, like, when I wake up on a Friday and I'm supposed to be working, I can just be like, okay, I'm going to play, you know, God of War 3, whatever. But that's that's why I'm not team physical anymore. All right, so what I played, Sean, I played a lot. Uh, Let's see. So right before Christmas, two games I played and beat. I beat Modern Warfare 2, finally. And I went online... I played a little bit. My KD ratio was probably not bad. For me, it was probably like two to three. Like I held my own. Okay. So I should probably just retire at this point. But I did beat it. I will say this. Up until the last four or five missions, it just felt like more Call of Duty. That is beautiful. 
But the last few missions, I was like, okay, they're doing stuff that's different. There, there's vehicle stuff, and there's like, it's, it was so much fun. It really felt like I was playing. Power's back on. Okay, good. <laughs> like I was playing Mission Impossible Fallout or something. Like not with the double crosses and all the like the triple, quadruple crosses and all that crap. But it was just like it felt like I was playing, or like I was playing The Rock, not the wrestler, the movie. Like it was right. just like blockbuster perfection and then when you finally beat it and you get rid of the threat there was a post-credit scene and i knew the name that they were going to say but then they said it and they said it with like a bump 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 and i was like holy crap i guess i'm buying modern warfare 3 unless i'm going to be able to play it on <laughs> game pass in you know three four years whatever it's going to be yeah. like it was so much fun and again my my one complaint <laughs> I talked about this a little bit last time, I think, or the time before, whatever it was. The menus in this are garbage. I still don't know how to go on. Like, when I was playing multiplayer, the only way I could figure out to play a multiplayer game is to go on here and you pick a playlist. And there's like 12 different modes, and you just check the modes that you like. And then it will randomly put you into one of those modes. I'm like, I just want to play capture. I want to play Domination, Capture the Flag. Or Kill Confirmed, or I can't remember what the other one was. And I was like... I just want to play domination. I don't want to like have it up to chance. So I ended up just doing that. Like there, there's no way that I can find to just go on there, the, the chat, let me know to just go on there and be like, I want to play domination. Uh, otherwise, uh, unless I just go to the playlist, uncheck everything except domination and say, play now. Like the, the HUD in this well, is dumb. so completely ridiculously stupid, but I did have fun with the online. I beat the game been hearing nothing but good things about the modern warfare 2 campaign chris yes freaking awesome it's call of duty i still say i i I do think i like this better than the last modern warfare i still think the original black ops is my favorite campaign ever probably the original modern warfare 2 after that and then the new modern warfare 2 the the original modern warfare does this there's the nuke it's like okay but like the rest of it wasn't that good modern warfare 2 and modern warfare 2 are above modern warfare and modern warfare but do modern 2 modern 2 modern warfare do modern warfare 2 and modern warfare 2 have anything in common the characters yes but, but it's, it's not like, like a remake it's a totally different you know, it, it's okay. like there's a new jack ryan book out you know whatever it's, yeah you know it's rebooted and whatever it's the same names but it's different situations and all that stuff okay um but i love it it was great it'll be on my top 10 list which we'll get to here in a little bit i also got my second platinum on time spinner on the vita and it made me remember how much i love that little machine that could um, it's been just sitting in my bedroom collecting dust, literally, for a very long time. And I fired it up because I was like, I'm probably going to get a certain game for Christmas, I think. So I want to have it charged. And I was like, what do I have on here? Time Spinner, huh? Oh, I have no trophies? Oh my God, there's a separate trophy list? Time Spinner, it's borderline top five Metroidvanias that I've played. We have got to do a top 10 list. Hmm. I think I like it better than Chasm. I don't know that it's it's not as good as The Messenger. Hmm. So then you got Symphony. I didn't beat Hollow Knight, so I defer to you. Um, now I'm drawing a blank. But like, it's so good. I, I love so much the way that the attacks work in this game, how you get these different orbs. Like you get a blue orb that's just, it spins. And then you got a green orb that does 
a sword and you get an iron orb that's a big hammer and you get all these different orbs you can equip two at the same time you get different like special moves based on those orbs you can level everything up you can just be like i'm going all into the you know what i did really was the the blade orb and the iron orb so i would be like it reminds me of uh oh my god what was the guy's tony horton was that his name p90x he's like oh sure hammer he's like sword hammer sword hammer i was going sword hammer sword hammer like i was green silver green silver and then my special attack was the big green blade um so much fun the worst trophy the first time on ps4 was getting the stupid trophy which i think i told you this you you know how you go into a room there's the orb and there's it's the, yeah, the you have thing to is stop floating it. around yeah you have to stop time and get it perfectly you have to do it without breaking it first try i was like okay stop time stop time stop time and then it was like boom i was like no way jump boom boom got the trophy i was like holy crap that took me like 25 tries the first time probably because i was getting so pissed off um but i got that trophy beat the game ran through it new game plus so much fun if you have not played this game it's on everything it it doesn't matter like what like if you care about platinum or thousand gamer score anything play this game if you like metroidvanias you cannot go wrong with this i wish they would make a sequel i I don't even know off the top of my head who made this game but like like beautiful pixel art great soundtrack great combat decent story lots of time travel and stuff music's amazing like there's multiple endings there's kind of like a a gauntlet kind of thing you can do in the post game there's a final boss and then another final boss like this game is awesome and if you have not played it and you like metroidvanias like you were saying with ender lilies you've got to play time spinner it is that good four years old five years old whatever it is the game is so freaking good and i'm so happy i played it twice play time spinner next john tingley Get out of my head. So John Tingley said in the chat when we were talking about maps, he asked, is it as bad as Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate's map? Guess what game I got for Vita for Christmas? Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate. Sean tried it a little bit. Now, I have not gotten very far in this game because I'm loving so much the game that we'll talk about after this. This map is stupid. You are playing in a 2.5D Arkham game where I'm at a point now where I don't know where to go. I can't move. Like, I, well, I can move, but I've beaten every enemy. I've, like, done detective vision. I'm trying to find what's, like, is there a thing I can, deco- I can decode, whatever. There's nothing. I don't know what to do. The map in this, you're moving in a 2.5D environment. So it's basically a side-scrolling Arkham game where you can also go into like pipes that are in like you were saying that are like in the background or you can go around a corner and then the whole map shifts and then you're going this way but when you look at the map you're looking at a top-down 2d map and i'm like there's like a question mark here i'm like what what the frick is that what there there's like something over here everything is just top down you can't rotate you can't do anything the map is garbage i don't know why I wanted this to be like the only pretty much the only Vita physical game that I have, but something about it. Like I was watching some Arkham video or something where they talked about Blackgate and they're like, it's not great, but if you like a game like this, you might like it. And I was like, Meh, I don't want to play it on 3ds. I'd rather play it on Vita. So I put it on my list and I got it. It's uh, I don't know. 
it, it it's <laughs> just turned into Batman. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. It's a game where, for me to get through this, I'm definitely gonna have to play this with a guide, because at this point, like, so Sean played it for a little bit. I gave him my Vita. He played for five minutes. He's like, I'm running around. There's no bad guys. There's nothing to do. I couldn't even figure out how you to can jump. Have bag. Yeah. Well, you can't jump. But there's spikes. How do you get past the spikes? I told you, you XX. So you can jump. No, you can. You roll. Oh. <laughs> it's like God of War. You can't jump. Okay. Unless there's a place where you need to, like, you hold X and you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there is a PS3 version. I thought about that, John, oh. but I didn't want to hook up my PS3. And I love my Vita, and I wanted something to play on it before it dies next year or this year. So, I don't know. I would like to beat it. I loved Arkham Origins. Uh, I think it is the... It is so criminally underrated when it comes to Batman games. Because it was not made by Rocksteady, and it had some issues at launch. I still say, sorry James, it's better than Arkham Knight. So it's the third best out of four? Yeah. But the, but the two above it are like 9.5 or 10s. Like. Yeah. It's it's a solid eight eight point five. I think Arkham Knight is like a three. I don't really, but it's that damn Batmobile. Um, but I want to beat it once I beat this next game, which I'm getting close to. Um, I'm definitely going to go back to it, and then I got to figure out what I'm going to do for the rest of January. Oh yeah, Dead Space. So Callisto Protocol. Are you in on Dead Space? I think so. I don't really know a whole lot about it other than it's probably pretty similar to Callisto. I don't find space stuff, whether it's games, movies, whatever, very scary. I know Dead Space is supposed to be pretty scary, but like... A lot of people say it's the best survival horror game ever made. Really? Yeah. I think I'm in... But I don't know. If there's a map, I'm probably it. I think there's a map. For me, I think I'm just going to wait like I did for Callisto and see reviews before I spend 70 bucks on it. Yeah. Because, again, I've still got, like, a past protocol for Dead Space. There you go. That's kind of where I'm at. Arkham Origins is better than Asylum and Night. James. Hmm. Wow. Dead Space is on par with RE4. I, hold on. Wow. James, virtual hug. Um, That's awesome. I will go one further. Oh. I think Asylum is the best of all of them. A I've lot never of people, played Origins. It's not a hot take. A lot of people, I, I feel like it's become more, when they first came out, everybody said City was better. I just feel like City, Over the years, it's, like, it's, now it's like, a city, but I didn't really have that much fun I had way more fun thwipping and thwapping around New York and Spider-Man than I did. Oh, I was going to say, that's not that's not bad. No, I'm saying more than I right. did Arkham City. I think Arkham Asylum was perfect. That is a, that's the closest Metroid thing I've Vania. seen to just a 3D Metroidvania. I, I other think, than Metroid Prime. I think if they didn't screw up the final boss fight so bad, it would, I yeah. would probably say it's better. But it, like, I think Arkham Knight, or no. I think Arkham City's a 9.5. Asylum's probably a 9. Um, it's just that last stupid boss fight that is so dumb. And, like, why? 
But it, 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 we, we, why did it have to end like this? But even City ends where you're fighting Clayface or whatever, and then you know who just dies, and it's oh, like yeah. you carry him out and everything. Like, but um, haven't played Origins, but I'd go Asylum over City and Night. Okay. Okay. There you go. It's yeah. I think at this point it's probably sixty forty that most people prefer Asylum really? over City. Yeah, I feel Which like whenever I hear over people the last talk, ten years. Yeah, I, well, I feel like anytime I hear somebody talk about Arkham City, it's like the greatest game ever, and Spider Man isn't as good as Arkham City, and Arkham City this and Arkham City that. And I'm like, a no, b it's not even the best of the series, but I don't know. Hmm. I think the problem with Spidey is that it mimicked Arkham, but it added so much to it that you can't like, I don't know. It's like, what if, so beat em ups that came out after final fights, like, well, yeah, but final fight did it first. Well, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> okay, good, good job. Or double you know? dragon. Yeah. I prefer Gotham Knight over Arkham Knight. Both are 30 frames per second. <laughs> I can't do Gotham Knight. I, I'm still hoping they patch it at some point, but like, and I read the spoilers. I heard what like the big twist is at the end and like the final boss fight. I'm like, oh my God, could it be more up my alley? But it just, I, I just can't. So January, I either got to beat this PSP game or do I do Red Dead? No. I mean, I would love for you to, but I spent twenty six dollars and twenty four cents on this stupid game when it could have been free on PS Plus, which I upgraded like two weeks later. <laughs> I feel like I would I love for you it. to play it, but I don't think it's going to happen. But yes, I would say you should play it. But I have to get through what four hours, five hours, ten hours? I have no idea. I got through like an hour, and it felt like about four, <sighs> and I was still just in the prologue. <clears throat> and the controls are just terrible i'm sure you get used to them but i just i did not like the controls well like i went to pick up my hat and it's like push triangle and then i went to pick up some ammo and it's like push square or something i'm like why are they not the same button i pretty much checked out after that i don't know john i don't know if i can get over it um all right let's talk about happy things at least for me i'm so curious to get sean's thoughts on this crisis core final fantasy 7 reunion hmm thoughts you have not played as much as i have so i'll let you go first i the jury is still out it's a man must play but man it's long yeah D just tell me how long the freaking prologue is before i can actually play the stupid cowboy game um i was maybe stupidly expecting more like seven remake and the action the actual gameplay i guess kind of is but I see what you're saying about it being kind of like Peace Walker. It almost seems, and it makes sense because it was a, was it a PSP game? Or yes. Vita? PSP? It okay. still very much feels like a PSP game. And I'm not a big fan, like Link's Awakening, good, not great. Samus Returns, good, not great. I kind of feel like that's how this is. Like, you are remaking a flawed game, or at least a game that was in a flawed presentation or something, and you almost stayed too faithful to it or something. It just feels out of place. And again, 
I'm not looking for sympathy. I know I did it to myself. I've already looked up the platinum. It's pretty much impossible. It's not impossible, but you have to beat it on hard. How do you do 99,999 damage to somebody? Oh, what I didn't hell? even see that. That's I just looked trophy. up the guide, but it said 40 or 50 hours. Yeah. Beat it on hard or expert or whatever. But apparently, unless they patch it out, you can just play right up to the final boss, switch a difficulty and beat it, and it'll pop. But every basically everything in the game is missable. Other than the automatic story trophies, everything's missable because there's no stage select. You can't right. go back. So I'm just like, okay, well, the platinum's out. <clears throat> so now it just becomes, how much do I like this game? How much time do I want to invest into it? The little I've played, I like it. I don't know. Okay, the slots. I do not understand it. I basically don't pay attention to it. Something pops up on you the screen and it's like, hey, unlimited AP. <clears throat> I'm like, okay, cool. But like, it just seems so all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, you leveled up. I'm like, okay, because the slots landed on something. Because the slots landed. Hey, your, seven, seven, your seven. material leveled up. You Or, yeah, leveled up. Uh, why? Because of the slots? No. I guess. That's, oh. that's, that's like action based. The, the slots, the only way you can level up, and they say, if you notice, whenever you level up, it's like, if you hit triple sevens, you go up a level, period. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You could be stuck on one level for 10 hours. It doesn't matter how many enemies you kill, how many missions you do, how many bosses you beat. Nothing matters. It all matters on that DMW. It reminds me, even though I never played it, I don't know why all these mo- not mobile, I guess mobile. Portable. Portable, thank you. Games decided to do this kind of crap. Paper Mario did it. On the D on the 3ds with the stickers, you have like cards or stickers that are your attacks. It's not a bad game, but I, I didn't like that. Kingdom Hearts did it. The portable version of Kingdom Hearts had like a weird. I think it was similar. You get cards, and that's you use them to attack. Sacrilege to even mention Metal Gear Acid had the same kind of thing. This game has the slots. Why does everybody? feel compelled to add this weird gimmick anytime they make a portable game it is not needed i've never seen one that i liked now this like i said it seems like you can just kind of ignore it and whatever happens happens and you just go about your business and oh i got a limit break okay i guess i'll use it like whatever pops up on the screen i'm like oh okay cool so and i keep getting one that says like engage uh and engage endure activated yeah I don't know. What I don't even know what that is. is. No, I don't either. Everything so, else I know, not endure. So I'm just like, is. it just drives me nuts. I so, like the story. I mean, what I've seen so far. I've read what the story is, but it was years ago. I don't I remember anything. Because so I figured it was a game I was never going to play. Yeah. But I don't really remember. I know Zach's basic backstory, but I'm sure some other stuff happens in this game. But so I got to the part where I'm talking to Sing. And that's when. By the way, Song. Oh, is it? He says song. I'm like, T-C-E-N-G. How is that song? Oh, weird. Or sung. Whatever. I'm like, no, that's an E. Yeah, I don't get that. Um, And that's when I was texting you. I'm like, okay, sounds like this is where I need to go next. And it's like, aren't you wanting to go do this thing first? You can unlock summons. I'm like, okay. It's like, go do mission 8-1-1 or whatever. I'm like, okay, start or options. Missions. Missions. It's grayed out. I'm like, 
well, I can't do a mission. I go to that stupid computer that it told me to go to in the beginning of the game, but there's just a guy standing in front of it. I can't do anything with the computer. It always just talks to the guy who basically says, like, good morning. He says nothing worthwhile. I'm like, how do I do the stupid mission? Oh, you have to be standing on the save thing to access the missions. Okay, well, at least now I know. So I started making my way through some of those, like... I talked to somebody out in the street, one of yep. the uh, like security guards. It was like, oh, I bet we're tougher than you. So I started like doing a few of those. I got to one that was two stars. And the previous one I had done that was one star, I struggled with a little bit. I'm like, I'm not going to mess with a two star yet. And I have like 10 different missions I could be doing right now. And I don't know, is Sung's mission one of those that I can access by going through the menu or by talking to him? Or... Are there missions you can only access by talking to people that you can't get to through the menu? No. I just feel like stuff has not been All explained the- very well, and I'm just very confused. But the actual gameplay, I'm enjoying. So the only way you can do missions are on those save spots where you hit triangle, you pick a So mission. what's going to happen if I go talk to Sung and I say, now that I've actually got the ability to use summons, is he going to be like, okay, go over to the save spot and choose my mission? Is that all he's going to say? No, he's going to say, okay, let's go out on the next story beat whatever so you can do missions without going through the menu story missions are not in the menu oh so so none of of those things from the menu so that's all side quests everything in the triangle manual (laughs) manual is the side quest yes okay see now the more i'm learning i'm like i think i'm enjoying it and i definitely want to see how the story plays out but the presentation i think is just awful so I think, and I'm it's not as much of a remake as I, having never played the it's original. A remaster. Yeah, it's. I think I'm over 12 percent on the missions, but I'm like, I'm loving the story so much. I want to see it through. Here's where I'm at. When I was at the point you are, I was like, I don't know about this. That's yeah. It's the one thing that I don't, I didn't really like. Now I've gotten used to that. I thought you would like is you're walking around and then it's like random encounters like boom combat mode activated or whatever i would think like you know rpg nerds would love this crap i'm like oh i didn't see anybody why is there people here now (laughs) um also at some point you gotta use a sniper rifle which is just freaking hilarious that that's all i'll say um but like the further you get into it the the dmw it gets to the point when i'm i'm now in chapter nine out of ten i'm only level 28 or something i've done some missions and stuff and I'm I'm like whatever I've I've when you get to a certain point so you know how you've got your four materia slots mm-hmm. and then you can equip accessories can you only do one right now two okay you can get one of the missions when you go through like five or six of them which the missions are like two or three minutes you can you get a backpack so you get one more slot and there's another thing you can do where you get another slot so you can equip more accessories and stuff like that the further you get into the game there are more characters that you meet which give you every character you meet that's like named pretty unlocks much something new on your unlocks BMW, a limit break. whatever so oh, i've got okay. like seven eight ten different limit breaks now you will fight bosses as summons that you don't get them as a limit break but what you can do then is you go to the mission thing and you, you fight, them, fight again. them again yeah so like efri i got him boom okay and then i was like now nah, i'm just not bored, but I'm like, I want to do some of these missions. So I fought the second boss, the second summon boss, which I won't say, cause I don't want to spoil it. Even though I guess they're in every game, whatever. Um, and I got that as a summons and it was freaking awesome. Um, 
the further you get into the game, the more everything makes sense. And this, like the, the, the thing I did not understand until I played it and I didn't really fall in love with until I was five, six hours into it was this DMW wheel thing. Like when I heard about this game, I thought, I thought it was turn-based and your turns just depend on this friggin' slot machine. I'm like what the frick is happening? No, it's one of those things where it is really, you just ignore it yeah. and it'll pop up. If you get a limit break, limit, you get a limit break, it's going to be pop up and it's going to be like, you get songs level two or level four or whatever limit break, or you get an octa slash and blah, you just hit triangle. As soon as you get it, you want to use it. Even if you get a certain character that well, does so a healing thing, the only thing I would say against that, and it was when I was fighting Ifri, I think. When they get that like ability gauge, you got to go off. You got to get. No, in I know, there but if I if it's a boss that I know has that ability, if I get a limit break, I'm like I'm gonna hold on to it till I see that bar so I can make sure I knock him out and it goes down. I had one of the I don't know if it was a summons that I was fighting or just a regular boss, but he got his ability thing and I was like across the arena. I was like, crap! Oh, I've got a limit break. Triangle. I'm like, oh, boom. I'm like, yeah, gotcha, bitch. And then it's like, ability 100%. It does not count. You no, it did when I did it. Well, then maybe he was already doing it when maybe, I hit the limit yeah. break or something. But, yeah. Um, there are so many characters in this game that I did not ex- – I, I cannot wait to get to the end of this, which is why I've just been kind of mainlining it. Um, oh, by the way, when you get to a point where it's like, are you sure you want to continue? You won't be able to do any missions. Complete BS. You get to a save point, it's like, pick a mission. So just don't worry about that. Until until you get to like chapter 10, I assume. Then you want to worry about it. But. Um, what did you have for dinner? Mexican? Yeah. Um, I The way this game starts, I was like, what the frig is happening? Yeah. And then I'm like, that was very oh, Metal Gear. Okay. Um, yeah, for real. Hi, bye. <laughs> um, it starts awesome. The When I booted up the game and that freaking music kicked in, I was and like, the train. I'm like, this is. I was like, okay. how, how is this happening? Um, obviously, we know Sephiroth's in it. Have you seen him yet? Mm-hmm. Okay. As I'm going through the game, I'm starting to piece together what I think maybe rebirth is going to be but i still don't know like there there's things that happen in this game that i'm like i remember that well what i'm also since i don't really remember anything that i read about the story like years ago i'm curious are they going the same route with this that they did with no remake where they're changing things and introducing this like alternate or this is literally the exact story of the This original. is the exact story, okay. but and that's what's so weird. There's sometimes there there you can tell the cutscenes in this that were remastered. And then it it seems like the cutscenes as you get to the end of a chapter, it seems like they're not as high quality. And I'm like, that mm-hmm. looks like a PSP cutscene. And then it's like, chapter's over and the trophy pops. I was like, oh, okay, that's weird that you did that. But yeah. I don't know. Th- this game it's kind of weird that we don't have a party. I was wondering, do you do you never get a party? Not yet, no. Hmm. And I mean, I'm in chapter 9 out of 10. I so. don't really... I don't know that I have a problem with it. In this kind of game, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. In turn-based games, you want a party. In this, I'm like, I don't want to have anybody else... I don't want to have to have somebody else that I need to worry about controlling. Right. So I'm, but, I'm okay with it. But in 7 Remake, 
it was perfect. It's been a while since I've played. But, but like, you, you've got Barrett there. He's like, ha, ha, bitch. Like, if you switch to him, there's, like, floating guys, and Cloud can't hit him with his sword. Yeah. It's like, beep, 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 beep. Also, the Buster Sword in this game... So now they're trying to mimic my voice, which does not work for that stupid dog. Um, have you met the character with the Buster Sword? Yeah. I assume you have. Did you know about him? Is he in Seven? No. Okay. But I think I remembered the name from when I read the story of Crisis Core, but I don't remember what his story arc is. But And there's I don't remember. Lot of, yeah. There's a lot of twists and turns. There's characters that are in this that I had no idea were in it. I, I just, like I said, th this game has actually blown my mind. Like, I cannot believe. And it's one of those games where it's like, eh, it's fine. It's getting better. It's getting better. It's getting, oh, it's getting really good. It's getting good. It's getting good. And it's like the story, the story progression, as well as the, the gameplay additions, as you go through this game, they get better and better as it goes. You get different abilities. You get more ability. Like everything just works. And I am so, I am shocked. And when we go in our top 10 list here in a minute, I'm shocked at how high I'm going to put this game because I love it. I love this story. I, it, it's, I love that I've not been spoiled or if I was spoiled, I've just completely forgotten it. Crisis core is awesome. And I'm so glad, so glad I got to play it. There's so many things that connect to Seven, and I don't even know Seven other than playing Seven Remake. Like I know the music and stuff, and I love when you do a mission. Yeah. There's things. There's things I remember from Seven. I'm like, why when we went to this playground, was there like this vision of Aerith and a Materia thing dropping? And I'm like. Oh my God, that's the playground. That is not a spoiler because it's no. not like, you yeah, know, he doesn't die. That whatever. It's nothing like. If you've played that. seven, the original seven, a lot of this would make a lot more sense. Yeah. It's all pipes. Pipes. And it's story that you have heard. I'm trying to think of what to compare it to. It's almost like Star Wars and Rogue One. Like, you know the gist of what happened, but then Rogue One fills in all the okay. holes, basically. That's kind of what this is. I assume. I mean, from what I remember. Of, it's, you know, yeah. yeah. But what I'm wondering... Yeah. This is making me want to go beat this and jump right into the PS5 version of 7 Remake. Like I started playing through it again, and I was doing it with the intention of getting the platinum but I just don't know and then something came out and then I never touched it again maybe Horizon no maybe it was probably longer ago than that but something came out and I stopped playing it started playing something else and then that was it but I can't believe how much I like this game and we will talk about it here when we do our top 10 list yeah that's it for Crisis Core Sean should we do our top 10s or the wrap up first let's do the top 10 okay Top 10 games of 2022. Obviously, just know that these are our opinions. 
These are our thoughts on our top 10 favorite games. We're not saying, oh, this is technically better than whatever. Like, remember when Kevin hated The Last of Us Part 2 and he still made it number 4, but he thinks he should have made it number 40 because it's a technical masterpiece, even though it's one of the most bullshit stories that was ever told in a video game. Or when you had... Death Stranding is your number one game for the year, but then when we did our top 50, you had RE2 Remake better than it. Yeah, and then I played Director's <laughs> Cut, and I was like, this is like a top 15 game of all time for me above RE2. Good bad man. <laughs> Foot up your ass, man. Okay. Um, honorable mentions. I got, well, I got before felt. that, I got a lot of problems. Do you have any most disappointing games or disappointing games or anything like that? Um, not really I mean the closest thing I could say right now and it's a bit of a stretch and I'm being unfair as of right now Callisto's a little disappointing I wouldn't call yeah. it like a disappointment but all the other games I'm like they're either better than I thought or what I expected. Yeah. So, I mean, not really. I'm, I'm splitting right. hairs well, with then, Callisto, but b- before we do, it's not like last year, I think with like Skyward Sword where I'm like, okay, well that's, that's the most disappointing, like by far also, this, this year. Bad. I'm like, it's just bad. There's no games that I played this year. New games that sucked. Yeah. And I was expecting something good. Yeah. So, I have two shout-outs before we do our honorable mentions, and that would be, I'm not going to count these, but GTA V Current Gen. Just playing that on PS5, we did one or two streams, whatever we did, and then we played you know, online besides that. It's just like, you can tell the difference. It's so smooth. I love it. I still haven't played the campaign. That's another one I'd like to play in January, um, but I got a shout-out to that. And obviously, I got to give a shout-out to the TMNT Cowabunga Collection. Yeah. Freaking amazing. I haven't played Atari 50 yet, but before that happens, this is the this is the most comprehensive video game collection I've ever played. I would probably say Street Fighter 30th Collection might be better just because of the games. But this, as like a total package, I mean, you've got freaking design documents and you've got screenshots from the original cartoon and like there there's so much stuff in here that it's amazing i want to give it a shout out before i get to honorable mentions so yeah i had that included within my honorable mentions just because i'm like it would i don't be feel fair one. ranking it when it's just a collection of yeah. old games but yeah it's one of my honorable mentions all right so my honorable mentions so we both have four yes right so if I were to rank them, 14 would be Trek Tiomi. That game I had high hopes for, and it just, I was like, I don't want to play this. I don't care that it's on Game Pass. I just, it, it, this game's not good. 13, Switch Sports. Hmm. Bowling was fun. Yeah, okay. That was about it. 40 bucks down the toilet. This might be controversial, but uh, Game of the Year nominated Stray at 12. Hmm. It was a good cat game. But I, I could go back and do the speed run and shit to get the platinum. But I'm like, I don't really want to. I it forgot was, you didn't get the platinum. Yeah, it was a great game. That's going to be a theme for some of these games. Good game. Fine. 
Never in a million years should this be nominated for Game of the Year. Ridiculous. Yeah. And then 11, if I did have a most disappointing, it would be this. And it's just because I expected it to be like top two or three. Granted, it came out in a really tough year. All things being said, Tunic did not make my top 10. Hmm. I liked it. I appreciate the whole instruction manual crap, but it's just, it went a little too far that like, yeah, okay, language, whatever. Like, Also super difficult and like cheap and some of the bosses are just ridiculous that I was just like, obviously they love Zelda, but I, I don't think they did a good job with this game. I thought it was fine. I would probably give it like a six, maybe a seven at the tops. Yeah. But if I had to give a game my most disappointing, it would be Tunic. And there's some people that say it's their game of the year. So obviously I'm probably in the minority, but that's me. Sean, yeah. your honorable mentions. Uh, yeah, so if I were to rank them, I guess I'll put number 14 as Cowabunga Collection just because I feel weird ranking it. So yeah. I'll put it at the bottom. Uh, 13, I guess I would put Vampire Survivor. Oh, yeah. I still, yeah. It was fun, but it's another game that I'm like, if this was on PlayStation with a trophy list, I'd probably enjoy it a lot more. This is just like a, it's a pooping game. Like, yeah, I'll pull it out and play for that. And I already, I haven't played it in weeks. It's fun, but it's a mobile game in the end. Um, next, which I'm shocked you didn't mention unless it's in your top 10. Um, super perils of baking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I put that at 12. It's a fun platformer. Um, uh, we'll probably hear more about it yep. later um, and then last this one hurt and I wasn't even sure if I should include it because it's not really a game I mean it's not a standalone game uh, I put the Cuphead DLC on there oh good call yeah it was more Cuphead which is good not very memorable the first the, I mean Cuphead it's I mean it's perfect 10 out of 10 top i don't know 20 game of all time for me probably the dlc was just more of that but i feel like none of the bosses were i couldn't tell you a single boss from it it falls into the whole dlc thing like yeah it's just once a game's done especially once i played a game three or four years ago and now you put out deal no just put a two on it and make more and put that out you know also, I suck at it now. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I would say Cuphead DLC, Delicious Last Course, uh, number 11. All right. Top 10. Sean? All right. I will go first. I will be... So, my prediction is that our top three are the same. They may be. Okay. Um, all right. So, number 10. This will be quick. Callisto. Haven't spent a whole lot of time with it. I've already said my thing about it three months from now and not maybe like a month from now. I do agree that crisis core is trending up. Even just after talking with you, it's trending up. I feel like I just get it more. Yeah. Um, Callisto. I'm not entirely sure 
Like, it's nice that I got a gun, but I'm like, who cares? I've also now got, which I forgot about, basically, like, the uh, oh, you gravity gun thing. The, yeah. But I don't really understand the... It, I don't know. When I picked it up, it's like, push this to grab something, and I see crap all <coughs> over the floor. Well, I can't pick that up. I can't pick that up. I can't... What can I pick up? Eventually, I picked up Bad what guys. looked like a cooler. I'm like, okay, here comes a zombie. Phew. Thunk. I'm like, okay, well, that was worth it. Like, I don't know. Um, Callisto, it's fine. I don't think it's trending up. Like, the more stuff I'm getting, it's not necessarily getting any better. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's fine. It might maybe move up a spot or two, you know, by the time I've beaten it. But it's, I don't know. It's my number 10. Yeah. My number 10 is... Oh, Super Perils? Yes, Super Perils of Baking. Um, This is a game that I will say, obviously, we love Colin and all that. His games that... Well, Lily Moe's games that they've made so far, like Habroxia was cool. Habroxia 2 was awesome, yes. I'm pretty sure I was the first one to get the PS4 Platinum. Or wait, was I number one? Or was I just really, really high? You were one on one of them, yeah. I think it was the PS4. Because yeah, that. because Colin Colin and Barry played it on Vita, I think. Let's see if I'm still. But when I saw that they were like, I, I knew they had made Perils of Baking, but I didn't really know what it was. When I saw they were remaking it, and I saw the first trailer, I was like, Oh my god, this is made for us. It's a 16-bit platformer, and I liked it. I think we gave it an eight, which I will say is probably a little high. I would probably bump that down to a seven. But. It's a good game. It's just there There were certain things that annoyed me about it. Like, the core gameplay is great. The power-ups are great. You can get the hat that revives you if you fall off, whatever. You can come back, whatever. You get three hits before you die, but if you die, you only get one hit. Like, I like that kind of stuff. But there were certain levels and stuff that were like... There were some jumps that seemed impossible. And it's like you had to do a crouch jump. I remember this in level 46 or whatever, like there's a crouch jump you have to make in an auto-scrolling level. There's a crouch jump over a spike where you have to land, but where you land, a spike falls from above you and you have to jump onto like a moving platform. And I'm like, this is, this is, this is stupid. Um, Still number one. I'm not, at this point, I'm not losing it. No, but well, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Um, So it was a good game. I'm thankful that we got review codes early. We got to do a full review, which I hope to do more of. Obviously I loved it. I, I still, that's something we should do is we should do those kind of reviews for just old games. I, I think that would be so much fun. I have no problem editing them. We just write the scripts and do it. That yeah. might be more fun to do for Patreon bonuses than versus, but we'll see. Um, but it was a good platformer that I was high on at the beginning. The more I played it, even after our review went live, I was like, this is frustrating. Um, so yeah, still a good platformer. Not great. Not as good as Abraxia 2. Not even close, I would say. That 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 is easily their best game they've done. It's not even close. Yeah. Um, but Super Perils of Baking was fine. It's my number 10. Sean, your number nine. All right. Uh, again, we'll go quick. Number nine, as of right now, Ooh. Crisis Core. Ooh, okay, I do think that will probably move up 
when all is said and done, a spot or two, maybe as much as three. I don't know. Um, I've already said my thing about it. And like I said, I feel like I already just get it more now after talking to you. Um, And that being said, Curb, I feel like... Watch the show! That is a knock against the game. Like, I feel better now, but it's like, the game probably could have explained that. I still, I hate the slots, but it's good to know that you can just but ignore see, it. I feel like, I feel like they did explain the whole mission thing. They, I knew they probably to go over did. there and hit triangle. They probably did, and I just missed it. But like, okay. I didn't realize that all those were optional. I figured yeah. it was just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's fine. I like it. I think the story is going to be awesome, but I'm not there yet. I think the gameplay is good. Um, I think that will definitely move up. But as of right now, it's my number nine. My number nine talked about it already, but I will give it to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Hmm. Um, Like I said, it started out as more Call of Duty, which was fine. It's a blockbuster. It's whatever. But then you get into a, a kind of a remake of the all gillied up mission. That's cool. You're sniping people. You got to you got like an infrared sensor and you're taking them out, but you got to take guys out when people aren't looking at them or you got to have soap also hit somebody while price is hitting somebody or gas or whoever the hell I was or he was, whatever. Um, and then you get to the end with these vehicles and you're jumping and like shit gets crazy. Um, and it was fun. And the multiplayer is fun. I've heard some people complain that are like really into call of duty and they're like, you know, Oh, there's bugs. And when I try to, when I reload with this, the animation frames, but I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. We're not all MLG. It's fun. The fact that I can have fun playing online should tell you that it's fun. Um, I've already talked about it a lot. This podcast and the last one, it's more call of duty, but it's fun. It's my, like I said, probably third favorite call of duty that I played um, behind Black Ops and Modern Warfare 2, and then I would put Modern Warfare 2 after that. <laughs> so that's it. Nothing more to say. Number eight. <clears throat> this is where we get interesting. All right, number eight for me, the sole Switch title on here for me, Same. Blossom Tales 2. Same. Um, this is a 8-bit Zelda homage um sequel to blossom tales which was what three years ago five it was 17 holy crap okay yeah. um it was fine it was not really at all different from the first probably new weapons and stuff new you know items i guess but they didn't really change a whole lot it was more of the same and i like the original but like at some point you're like i want a little more i don't want just more i want more um i came around on this game at the end there were parts of this game where i'm just like this is just not fun anymore like i just feel like this is a slog trying to get through and I'm just like and some of the puzzles were uh, whatever and I don't really remember what happened but by the end of the game I do I was like okay that was pretty good when I had enough whatever to go up there to the top of the map 
in in the middle of that pond, pull out the master sword or whatever they freaking called it. When yeah. I got that, I was like, it was like reinvigorating because I was kind of like that too. I was like this, I, and I will say this game is really Blossom Tales one plus or one point five. What it's it's like DLC. It's like a big DLC. It's DLC that's the size of the original game. Yeah, it's. It really is, and I, I think this is made by like one dude or two dudes, yeah, two dudettes, whatever. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of work to do for anybody to try to cram a link to the past into a game that you make yourself twice. And I remember that, like, I think there was only four main dungeons. There, there was four dungeons, and then the final. Du- yeah. I, I think there was five. Um, but I knew as soon as the the like the story. Who cares about the story in a Zelda game? I know, whatever. But once the beginning of the game happened, which for some reason I don't want to spoil, once the beginning of that happened, I was like, well, I know how this is going to turn out with the Minotaur and the Minotaur Prince and all this crap. And like, like, I get it. Like, I know what's going to happen. Um, but I love, one of the things I do love about the first game and this game is how they tell the story of how it's a grandpa. Yeah, telling there. a story. Yes, and like you are acting out the story that he's telling and you have choices. And it's like you go into a room and it's like, the grandpa says, oh, and then they fought a bunch of penguins. And then the son's like, grandpa, I think it was a bunch of squirrels. And then the daughter's like, no, I think it was a bunch of witches. It's like, oh, what do you think, player? And I'm like, I want to fight some witches. <laughs> oh, actually, it was witches. And then it's like, goes back to the game. It's bing, it's a bunch of whiz robes. And you're, it was I, like I love the items, I love the exploration. There, there, it, it did feel like sometimes, like I compare it to Trigger Witch. Trigger Witch going yeah. to, around that world. It seems like there were more fast travel spots than yeah. there were in this. This it seemed like if I wanted to go from one place to another. Again, speaking of maps, the map was it not was great. not always great. It's like I want to go here. Well, there's a fast travel here. I'll go there. Okay. But now I can't get from here to there. Exactly. I have to go boom to get there. And I'm like, it's just, yeah, the the map, the fast travel wouldn't be so bad if the map made it a little more clear on where you could and couldn't go. That's right. my recollection of it. Or just more fast travel points would also get around that. But I mean, overall, I definitely liked it. It was a fun game. I was glad it came out when I heard about it at the very beginning of 22 or the end of 21 i can't remember but i remember tweeting it was like oh my god we're getting a sequel this is awesome then it came out in august or whatever and i was like that was fun it was more blossom tales you know cool yeah so but yeah that was both the other of thing well the yes. other thing it had working against it is being on the switch, switch. and having to either play on the crappy or the joy cons or the crappy pro controller uh, yeah um I get it, like it's it's a Zelda game, Nintendo. It belongs on the Switch. Yes. But like, my God, can we just get a better controller than the Pro? Like, I am so worried. Like, I, obviously, I'm gonna play Tears of the Kingdom day one. I don't care if the weapons break, two dungeons, twelve, whatever. Well, the thing is, like, I don't like playing Switch Pro controller. I so hate the Joy Cons. I don't like the the D pad is yes. like the four buttons, individual buttons. buttons, and they just buttons. click, 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 click. Click, click, like it yeah, drives try me nuts. Yeah, playing Street Fighter. Yeah, the D pad on the Pro controller. It's not terrible. 
but it's not very precise. It's not accurate at all. And when I was trying to play Celeste, Celeste, and I want to do like a up dash, Good luck. and she does like an up and right dash, and I die, drove me nuts. Yeah. Now, any games that you can just play with the stick, and you don't need to worry about the the pad. Okay, that's fine. This is not a game that feels right playing with the stick. I want to play two D games. I played with, it with the, the pad, stick because not with the, the stick. D-pad yeah. is so bad. Yeah. Bad no, I think I did too, actually. But It's a bad D-pad. And also, Nintendo invented the freaking D-pad. How is the Switch Pro D-pad so bad? How? Yeah. Just put the freaking Nintendo D-pad. No, put the Super Nintendo D-pad in the Switch Pro controller. This thing costs like freaking $80. It's not like Angry Joe. Number eight, Blossom Tales. <laughs> All right. Number seven. Number seven for me, Stray. Okay. Um, I like this game. It is not a game of the year contender. I'm sure some people will say it's game of the year because yay indies and cats. Well, it's and, a fine yeah, game. Yeah. I like the world. I It was cool. They did a very good job of Jer. making it feel like you are a cat. You are 100% a cat in this game. Yes. Um, I like the, the the characters, the robots, whatever. I thought it was a very cool world. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, my biggest issue with the game, again, my fault, was getting some of the trophies. Uh, the things where you had to run away from the yes. little things. I did it for a freaking hour. Yeah, and I'm never gonna get the platinum, some of those were trophy. <laughs> some of those were brutal. Yeah, but again, if you're not if you don't care about the platinum, you can easily get through. It's not yep. like it's hard to not die. No, you just it's just hard to do it without getting hit and you know whatever. Um, it was fun. I thought it was a cute game. I, I definitely like the spoiler alert. In the beginning, there's a part where like the cat falls. It's horrible. And he's fine, and he's, but he's like limping for a little bit. Horrible. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to play wanna, this I'm game. Like, yeah. So it, you definitely get you know attached to the cat the whole cast of characters basically are just a bunch of robots but you connect with them too and i don't know i had fun playing it it had no business other than just being the token cat game indie game that gets nominated for game of the year it should not be game of the year it shouldn't even be in the conversation for it correct but it was good i liked it stray number seven my number seven which I feel like you might have this very soon, or maybe not. Uh, my number seven was Infernax. Hmm. Uh, Infernax was a game that I think the first time I saw it was a push square tweet. And I was like, oh, Castlevania, whatever. I've heard that so many times. I didn't pay attention. But I was like, okay, I'll, find, I'll, I'll watch the trailer. And I saw it and I was like, what? the hell i sent it to you and we were both like oh my god what the hell and then i was like oh my god it's on game pass and i have an xbox kind of it's up here now (laughs) um but i played it and it was just like in a way it kind of reminds me of curse of the moon whatever like the blood-stained 8-bit games like yeah it's wearing its inspiration not on its sleeve over its whole body like this is castlevania 2 but it's the way it should the way be it should, done. Yeah. Like the pixel art is eight bit perfection. It's, it's like the music is awesome. 
the Metroidvania aspects are awesome. You go to a town and then it's like there's nothing here, and then you walk over here and then there's like a there's like a dam or something. You're like, hmm, whatever. But then somebody tells you that like you got to release the water to get rid of the ghouls or whatever. I, I can't remember all that, but it was so much fun. Ooh, sorry. The the bosses were great. It was a difficult game from what I remember. Again, I played this in like February, um, but I think it was difficult. It was you level up accordingly you get good weapons and stuff like that like i i really liked infernax and i feel like i say this almost every year it's not like let's see here if i look at my top 10 triple 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 indie eh, triple triple indie 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 so like 40 percent of my top 10 games i think are indies and it feels like every year i say like this was the year of the indies every year is the year of the indies like we need more games like this that like and i i really honestly going into this year i thought probably i thought i would have one more indie game in here and that was salt and sanctuary which i never ended up even playing because the reviews were bad um which is the you know salt and sacrifice and that it's like a 2d bloodborne-ish souls-ish kind of game um but like this game was so great and the fact that you got the platinum almost makes me want to be like, you know what? What the hell? When it's on sale, I'm just going to buy it, play through it again on PS5, get the platinum, beat it twice or three times. I can't remember whatever you had to beat it um, to get all the all the trophies and stuff. But it was a great game. And I, I never would have thought that a game emulating Castlevania 2 <laughs> could be this good because I hate, hate Castlevania 2. I mean, I don't think anybody likes it. No, people do. It, people like Zelda 2, right, James? People like Zelda 2. People like Castlevania I like Zelda 2. I don't like Castlevania 2. It's just so... Oh, a terrible night for a curse. What the frick are you talking about? Like, well, we tried doing that Let's Play of Castlevania 2. We couldn't get anywhere. No. We couldn't even figure out like how to start. Like That is a game that you need to play with a guide. It is so obtuse, and I know people say that about Zelda 1, but like, you, they just don't... I don't know. It... But Zelda 1, like, it starts you off, you're looking at a cave. You sit there, you have nothing, and you're like, I can go up, left, or right, or I can go in this cave. You go in that cave, here you get a sword. Okay, so I should explore. If I see stuff, I should try it out. Maybe there's other caves. Maybe I should bomb walls and shit. It's not like Castlevania 2 where it's like, what a terrible night to have a curse and error. I know that was Zelda 2, whatever. Like, it's just... <sighs> Infernax is great though that's my number seven number six Sean uh, number six lower oh, or man. higher I don't know oh. worse than I originally would have thought it would be uh, number six Elden Ring I'm just kidding uh, Forbidden West ow wow um, <laughs> That's my number six also. I was making this list. When you when I get to number five, you're going to be like, huh, okay. And hopefully that gives you hope. You can probably tell what it is. But like, just, yeah, go. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> I, this is not a bad game. No. Um, I got the platinum. We don't need to delve into that. I never got the platinum on the How first many? one. Two. Yeah. Um, I never got the platinum in the first one. The first one never really clicked with me the way I think it did with a lot of people, but I definitely enjoyed the story. I don't think I ever Zelda really... Zelda 2 is tough. 
You're right, James. I don't think I ever James, really got the the first game never clicked with him, nor did the second. So yeah, um, I never really got the hang of the combat. Like I know all the stuff you can do with the trap. Like there's I too played much. this game mostly doing melee. Me too. Like when I and see a big robot, I'm not like. Ooh, I can shoot this plate off of his back and then I can shoot him in the chest and then that'll make him weak so that I can go like I just never really did that. I tried to stealth things as much as I could and then I basically did a lot of melee other than that. Um <clears throat> It's definitely more of the same from a gameplay perspective. Um I don't think the story was as good. It looks better. The facial animations and stuff are definitely better. Much better. The casting, all the the voice acting and stuff is spot on. It's perfect. Um, It's just one of those games that I was done with it and I was like, wow. And then by like the next day, I feel like I just never thought about it again. To this day, I still don't really remember. I know what the story was for the most part, and I kind of remember how it ends, but I don't really remember how we got there. Um, I'm looking forward to Call of the Mountain. Probably more so than I'm looking forward to Horizon 3 at this point. Um, It was fine. I, I just, I don't really know what else to say about it. It's tough because I really, really loved Aloy as a cal- as a character in the first game. Now, some people don't like her, and I, I like her in the in, oh, in I the like second her as a character, too. yeah. And obviously, like the the facial animations and all that, it's so much better. But like, there was a point in this game where I was like, I just don't I, like. I can tell where this is going. There are certain characters that you meet that are like, oh, and I'm like, okay. I know what's going to happen here. And it turns out I was right. And then it's like, at the end, it's like, it's like the, the Lord of the Rings, the two towers with mm-hmm. all these just CGI shit, or it's Avengers Endgame with all this CGI shit, just running at each other. Now I did like that. I thought that was cool. I liked it, but look at, I'm like this, but like, this is not, then you get to the final fight, which goes on forever. Yeah. The final boss fight. I, I was like, am I even doing any damage? Okay, this armor, this armor, whatever, this, this. Also, I just don't think, like you said, I want to play this game. One of the one of my big hopes for this game was that they were going to expand the melee stuff. They did not. I think they said they were going to. I don't, I can't tell you anything that was different in this and the first one. Yeah. I don't like bow and arrows, bows and arrows, boats and whatever's. It's it's not that I don't like ranged attacks. Like when I think of God of War, I don't think it should be the primary. Like yes, Zelda, yeah, you need to have a bow and arrow. But when you try to make it like the main combat feature, Thank it's you, like nah, I don't know. But also like so, God of War, you got an axe, you got blades, axe, you get in there, pop, 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 pop. But if you got somebody over there, you got a little nightmare thing comes up. You're like, oh, bitch. Wham, bam, give me that back. Got it. Okay, and then you can, but when you grab it back, you can, bam. Like, yeah, everything just flows. Horizon's like, okay, let me switch between my 18 different arrows, and I don't know what any, it's just like, 
And the fact that people like Colin say that, like, this is heads, head and shoulders above God of War, I'm like, we didn't play the same game. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know that. how. I'm. This is not a bad game. It's a solid, like, 8 to an 8.5. But my hopes for it were so high. And it's probably that God of War, my hopes were a little bit lower because of how great 2018 was. I was like, there's no way they're going to do it again, right? Spoiler alert, they did. This game, it's like... The story was obvious where it was going to go. I didn't know what was going to happen at the end. That whole, like, I'm like, okay, that's three. I think one of the reasons I'm excited for Call of the Mountain, other than it being just a PSVR 2 first-party game, is it's not Aloy. It's going to be separate. It's that world, which I love that world. And I love Aloy, but, like, I want something different. And, I again, as I said, like, we're about to there there's rumors going around that the remake is real gorillas gorillas not doing it it's a different studio but it's real a freaking five-year-old game why do we need that to be remade i don't know we're getting a freaking amazon show or netflix show whatever we're getting call of the mountain we're getting a a, a co-op multiplayer whatever game obviously you know horizon 3 is coming like it's too much this is not god of war is infinitely better as a series in a game this year than horizon God of War, they're like, we've made two games. That's it for this. We're going to make a TV show. That's it. They're not doing multiplayer God of War. They're, they're not doing like... Yeah. I, I don't know what Sony is thinking that like... I don't know. I feel like I'm being overly negative on this game. But like, I don't know why this is the IP that they're hitching so much of their wagon to. I don't. I don't get it. It was a fine game, good, not great. And I think the first one was better, even though the gameplay probably wasn't as good in the first one. I just, I, I don't know. It, it's actually, this is probably my biggest disappointment of the year, more than Tunic, was that this comes in at number six. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I tweeted when I beat it, I'm like, definitely game of the year contender. Now, a lot more came out after that. But at the time, I loved it. And I don't really have much bad to say about it other than it's just not very memorable. Like, every other game I have on this list, I will probably maybe not play through again, but play again. Also, I don't think I'll ever play Forbidden West again. I don't. No matter how good Call of the Mountain is, I can't imagine I'll be like, oh man, now I'm getting the itch to go back and play Forbidden West. Like, no, I'm I'm good. I guess we're getting <clears throat> what is it, the Burning Coast or whatever? Shores, Burning Shores. Uh, I'm not gonna play that. So, I never no. played Frozen Wilds. Like, dude, I'm looking through some of my notes here from when I played the game. One of my notes, overriding tall necks is still crazy. Well, okay. It's the exact same as the first game. You, you go up there, you go, you go and then you, you repel down, whatever. Uh, combat still isn't great with the lance. No. I miss the whistle and the old robots. The fact oh, that yeah. I can't stealth around and go, like, I'm like, I got to like throw a freaking rock or some bullshit. Like you took away, you, you could say it was OP, whatever, but yeah. you can, you can like, you can dumb down the range of the whistle. like, And the whistle is not something you had from the beginning in the first game. You had to learn how to whistle. I guess that makes sense. Whatever. But like, 
You had to learn it, but once you had it, it was you had to be strategic with it because it's not like you could just whistle and you kill everybody. You whistle if two of these freaking robot dinosaurs come over to you. You're like, well, I can kill one, but then this other one's going to get pissed, and then he's going to tell all his buddies, and they're going to come kick my ass. So you had to be strategic with it. I, I don't think it was so OP as the developers clearly did to not even include it in this. Yeah. It pissed me off. But like... Pharaoh, oh my God, Pharaoh, that whole thing, when you're going into the the the, the realization of Pharaoh and what he is or was and all that, I'm like, well, this is stupid. That was the point where I was like, this is freaking stupid. Las Vegas yeah. was awesome. That was cool. Yeah. That was amazing. Once you got to the, the realization about Ted Pharaoh and all that, I was like, I think we've jumped the I, shark. I was going to say, it kind of jumped the shark there. All right. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Number six for both of us. Horizon Forbidden West. Number five, Sean. Number five for me, pleasantly surprised. Yep. Shredder's Revenge. Not mine. Um, hmm. I have said, and I stand by, the beat-em-up genre has seen... It's well past its glory days. Um. That being said, I was pleasantly surprised with Streets of Rage 4, and even more so with this. Um, I think to 90% of the population, TMNT beat-em-ups have a much more special place to them than Streets of Rage does, so the fact that we got this game is unreal. Um, They did enough to make it feel... I would say they did more than just put a fresh coat of paint on the beat 'em up genre. They, you know, when they added the overworld map, it's not much, but it's something. Um, six player co-op, like it felt nostalgic enough to make you feel like you're, at the arcade or having a sleepover with your friends and playing you know on the nes or snes whatever like but doing enough to also make it be a fresh standalone title that kind of it, it it does its own thing i guess um i was very excited when i heard this game was coming as i'm sure everybody was and it <clears throat> I felt it had every possible this is the one game that I'm like my hopes are too high yeah. it's not like yeah new Ninja Turtles game that sounds awesome but again beat em ups don't really have a lot of longevity they're all more or less the same gameplay gets old quick yada 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 um, it didn't disappoint it, it exceeded my expectations oh the other big thing just like adding in as simple as it was it was so effective adding in like the leveling up stuff Mm -hmm. like to me that was a game changer that's something that should be so easy to incorporate like you do that in any beat-em-up that comes out from here on out that should be a part of it just you should get experience yes you should be able to level up and stuff i think kill dudes points whatever yeah i think that's such a smart move um yeah, that, that was my number five game. Uh, give me a minute. Uh, number five for me is Crisis Core Final Fantasy wow. VII Reunion. Um, the fact that like I was going back and forth 
as I'm nearing the end of the game, which I really don't want to, I want to go do all the missions, but I also just want to see the story through because I'm now obsessed with Final Fantasy VII and what they're doing with Rebirth. And then I went back and watched the trailer for Rebirth. And I was like, oh, that part, I don't think is actually in Rebirth. I think that's a flashback or something from this game. But then I remember the ending to Seven Remake was weird when people are walking by people, and I'm like, "What the frick? I know who that guy is, but why is he here now? These is not this nothing. This is supposed to happen." I do want to go back and just listen to you, me, and Jason doing our spoiler. because y'all know I know had I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've said enough. This game is probably the highlight of the year to me, honestly. Like, I assumed God of War would be good. I assumed Elden Ring would be good. This, I was like, eh, it's a PSP game. It's a 75, whatever, on Metacritic. Who knows, whatever. And then, like I said earlier, like, the more I play it, the better it gets. Um, I I like that it's action-focused. Um, at first, I was like, all I'm doing is hitting square. But then, like, as you get into it, and you, it's not just hitting square. You're, you're dodging. You got to know when to... Um, to to guard at the right time, depending on what you do in the um, in the fights, you get different bonuses where you get some of your HP, MP, or AP back. Um, oh, see, I don't think I knew that. Either. Yeah, so depend like if you take no damage, or if you guard every attack, or if you finish somebody with a special move or a limit break, whatever, you get different things. You get no. ranked. You you might not be at that. You have to get a certain point before they start ranking you. But once you do, like after a fight, you get certain percentages of your bars back. Hmm. Um, it's just, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's my surprise of the year. It's, I'm so fascinated by the story. All the stuff with Sephiroth. I was like, I don't understand what is happening. I don't know who Zach is some of these it's just man it's so good and i cannot wait to beat it like i want to beat it but i want to make before i get like when i start chapter 10 i think i'm going to make a separate save so i can go back like i want to beat it but then i want to go back and just be like okay i'm going to do every mission because this is so much fun and i want to level up as much as i can and then beat it again but yeah my number five crisis core my surprise of the year i'm i'm so happy it's this good Number four, Sean. Uh, number four. You had it this high. I I agree. I probably had it too low. Uh, Infernex. This is a game that I didn't know how badly I needed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's it is a Metroidvania that is obviously based off of one of the earliest and maybe worst <laughs> Metroidvanias ever. And it It's basically nails the it. uh, progenitor. Is that the word? Progenitor? Progen- maybe. I think so. Um, uh, yeah. And like you said, like, I feel like so many Metroidvanias, with the exception of Metroid and... Um, bloodstained and things like that I usually play like Dead Cells I'm way late to the party Blasphemous I was late to the party Hollow Knight I was late to the party Ender Ender Lilies like so it felt good to actually play a Metroidvania that I can rank on my game of the year list because it was actually out that (laughs) year year. Um, 
I, I loved how the different you're you're given choices to make. Yep. And I will say your decisions in those choices make much more of a difference in this game than anything from like well the only ones I played was the Batman Telltale. Like those it's right. like, oh I chose that. Okay, well now this person has a different fate. Yeah. Like but like everything plays out the same way regardless <clears throat> of what you choose. I feel like this game does that kind of mechanic way better. It actually changes not everything, but like you'll get to a point in the game and it's like Oh, oh my god this is because I did, I did that yep. yeah yep I loved it like I don't know what the general consensus on the game was I don't know that we'll ever get an Infernex 2 but like whoever made this if they come out with another game at some point like I will be watching it very closely I absolutely love this game um hmm. yeah I mean other than the three heavy hitters this is my game of the year 84 percent. that's pretty good uh berserk studio so i don't know what else they've made let's see um just shapes and beat okay so <laughs> nothing in a bunch of ios games all right but yeah the the game was so good you were just better at it than i was i, I will say i didn't say this when i was talking about it when I got to the final boss, I was like, I'm not good at this. I'm going to turn See, on all the cheats. I don't really remember much of the bosses. It's I remember the different areas. Okay. I remember the different areas. I remember a lot of the overworld. <clears throat> I remember a lot of the actual like dungeons. But I'm struggling to remember many of the actual bosses. But, yeah. Me too. I, I remember more the moments where you choose, like, this guy's in a cage. Do you, like, set him on fire or yeah. let him free? And if you let him free, then he's like, Meh, and he kills everybody. I'm like, well, <laughs> screw that Whoops. one up. My bad. <laughs> I'm alive. Y'all suck. Um, all right. My number four. And I'm going to put this on the record. This is the best beat-em-up ever made. Shredder's Revenge. It is... I'm not blinded by nostalgia, of Turtles in Time or Hyperstone Heist or either of the arcade games like this it's almost not fair to compare it to those games but you it's a Ninja Turtles beat em up you have to like everything they did with this like you can tell that the guys that made this at Lizard Cube I think it was and Dotemu or Dadimu whatever published it they grew up on this shit like they grew up on the Ninja Turtles. They 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 love those old games, but they see what you can do to make a beat 'em up make sense in the year twenty twenty two. Yeah, Sean it did not feel saying, like a cash grab or anything like no. that. It felt like a true like <clears throat> passion project. For and them. like as much as I love Streets of Rage four, the art style was good, but it was basically like super easy to do flash animation style characters it looked great i still don't know why axel looks like he weighs 300 pounds of muscle now but whatever but then you look at this pixel art in this game and how every character is unique every like their their super moves their their taunts their walk like everything is different and then you've got characters you can unlock we've never had unlockable characters in any tmnt game before you get Splinter and you get April and then you get the OG Casey who is just like 
And then you get, like, sure, I'm saying, six players online. I will never forget going for the Platinum and playing this game online with six other people or five other people. And, like, everybody's just doing taunts. or like, and everybody, it's like the screen can't even move because it's like, and then everybody's doing their special at the same time. And it's like, okay, everybody's dead. And then everybody's going, and then, like, not to mention, we're going to talk about it here in the wrap up, but they just put a huge update for this game too. And like, I, I cannot believe that this game's real. Like, I cannot believe that they continued the lineage of two of our favorite games from our childhood and brought it into the year 2022 and did such a great job with it. Like, I I never felt like I was just like, oh, I got to get this platinum. It was fun to go through this and get everybody to level 10. I had so many good memories of playing this game with my kids, especially my eight-year-old Casey was just like, random days he'd be like, dad, you want to play Ninja Turtles? I'm like, yeah, but you got to do one of the guys who's not at level 10 yet so I can (laughs) level that up. And, you know, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. And like doing the overworld map and everything, the the character like Bebop and Rocksteady, and then you get the freaking... I mean, it had basically every character you could possibly want like the Bebop's. entire rogues gallery from ninja turtles unless you're like a just crazy super fan i'm sure there's some obscure people but like pretty much everybody that you would want to see in this game is in this game Usagi shows up mm-hmm. the, the 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 fake frog turtle guys i can't remember their names right now they show they're in this you got Vern fenwick you've got the the freaking the, the guy who runs channel six news whatever his name is he's in this you yeah. got Irma. You got all this shit. You got freaking. Oh my god, I'm gonna have a heart attack, um, or an aneurysm or something. But like, you've got like, I, I cannot believe this game's real. I, I dirtbag and and wart wart dog charging Chuck whatever his name is wart dog. <laughs> then you've got freaking Bebop is driving around in his freaking truck thing from TMNT three, the Manhattan Project. You beat Shred. April O'Neil is, is playable for the first time, and she's like, "Come on, baby." She doesn't say that. I <laughs> wish she would have said that. But like, and then you've got you beat Shredder, and then at the you get to freaking Super Shredder, and he's just zipping and zipping and bopping around, and then you got zinging and zanging. Crane takes over the freaking spoiler alert. Statue of Liberty? Are you kidding me? Like, oh my god, th- this game was a dream come true. I still cannot believe it's real. Um, I'm kind of tempted at this point to just be like. I'm going to buy the PS5 version and get that platinum too. Like it should be a free upgrade, but I don't even care. You guys deserve all my money. I, I just can't believe this game's real. Like it's better than streets rage four. It's better than turtles in time. It's better than streets rage two. It's better than hyperstone heist is the best beat em up game. It's yeah. the best. Like you can be clouded by nostalgia, but if you put them side by side, again, it's not fair or whatever. But uh, to me, it's the best beat 'em up ever. And I don't know how it ever gets topped. Honestly. And as much as I enjoyed Cowabunga Collection, going back and playing some of those games, is like, yeah, this like, was a ha, lot ha, of ha, just nostalgia. Ha, 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 and not much more. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Number four for me. All right, Sean. Three, two, one. Blast off. One, what? Blast off. The? What? Does it start with the? <laughs> it does not. You put it above? Yeah. Number three, God of War. And I went back and forth on that a lot. Why do you hate Kratos? 
I don't. I mean, you put Spider-Man above God of War. It's my number three game behind two of the all-time best. Behind a game best. that it didn't even... We shouldn't have you have it this. number three. It's not like you that have it correct. number ten. All right. we, we'll get to that. Yeah. Number three, God of War. Um, I'm just messing around. I don't this know. is... I mean, it just about swept the Game Awards. And Except I don't for the two big ones, yeah. and I don't really disagree with any of it. Like I think we talked about in a previous podcast, like best uh, actor deserved it. Best, I don't know, art direction, whatever. Best music, best like it does everything right, and it deserved all of those wins. But, but in the end, <clears throat> number one, I think it was still just the overall better game. I like this game better than the first one. Wait, number one? What about number two? Well, we'll get to that. Okay, I was like, wait, wait. Um, I don't think the story was as good. It didn't have, like, the quite the same, yeah, like, I think overall it was more emotional, but it didn't have, like, that part that the first one did. Um, but I think it just, it played better. It was so much easier to get around. The map is still more or less worthless. Yep. Um, still a great story. Looks beautiful. Um, very deserving of every award that it did win. Um, but I'll justify my number two when I get to number two. But yeah, for me, God of War is number three. All right, so my number three, and again, this is our list. A lot of people don't include this. Obviously, we have, and I think we're justified because... This yeah, game, we can both... Your this, three is my two. So This we'll, game coming out this year, just... It's almost like I had forgotten how special this game was, and not to be stupid or anything like that, but I feel like my hate for the second game and the story and the, in my mind, shitting all over certain characters that we love made me forget how just special the first game is. And obviously I'm talking about The Last of Us Part 1. Sean's number two, my number three. So one of the things that I was going back and forth with is should I really put it above it when it's just a remake? And I eventually got to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to fault it for being remake i think it's one of the best games in general of all time and this is the best version of that game i'm not gonna say yeah i'm gonna put it lower because it's a remake so i took that out of it um also why is the metacritic an 88 oh that's stupid um and then i saw and we've said it on here many times this is the best Oh, we God. may have You're said gonna say this what is I was going to say. Probably the best. Oh my I will say God. it is the best story told in a game. And of Tell course, the people why you're bringing it up. Of course, because oh my Twitter is going to Twitter. That was mentioned on Twitter, and Twitter blew up about by the it. director of the show. Like, 
Oh you just God. can't Bro, let have you people ever played enjoy Mass Effect things. Two? Like, have you ever played Ocarina? Have you ever played Half Life Two, Episode Two? Do you even know about Paper Mario, the Hundred Year Door? And there the may be off. there may be a portion of me that is doing this just to spite these idiots. I don't know. I'm not saying that came into play, but <clears throat> maybe subconsciously it did. But like from a semi realistic grounded standpoint it is the best story ever told I think it's probably the best story from a video game now there's something to be said for I'll say Final Fantasy 7 it is up there but it is a pure fantasy, fantasy. like it's it's not even in the same realm like I I, I mean it is apples and oranges um this game, yeah, you can say fungus zombies. Is that real? No, but well, like it's, it's presented. Reality, so, it's yeah. presented in a way that seems real. I think the music is perfect. It is used sparingly, but to amazing effect. Just like a couple like guitar strums, like it's perfect. The voice acting, perfect. It was in God of War too also too but it is in this as well i think joel and ellie both are some of the best characters that have been put into a game before and i think what is maybe the best part about it is the fact that there and you can say the same thing about part two it causes it there's a lot of discussion to be had. Yeah. yeah. It's not just, hey, here's the good guy and here's the bad guy. And look at that. The good guy wins. It's, well, yeah, he did, but. But it's even good. Yeah. And so it, when it, it spurns those discussions and it's like, oh, okay, that's <clears throat> true. And you can say what you want about two. We're not here to talk about part two. But like, and I think since I played the first one, which I played on PS4 and on PS3. Me too. I've had two kids since then. So, I mean, I, I just look, it's like a total, two, two daughters nonetheless. And it just like, it totally changed everything for me. I cannot wait for the series. Like, I mean, I'm not really prepared for it, but I think it's, it's going to be unbelievable. Um, and I went back and forth. I think before I actually started putting this list together, I'm like, yeah, it's probably going to be three. But then when I actually started thinking about those two, I'm like, man, I don't know. But yeah, I ended up putting Last of Us over it. So <clears throat> this was my thing. I remember, again, I have not been on Twitter a lot the last couple of months. I've had a lot of stuff going on, which got resolved today, and I'm eternally grateful but I remember one of the times I got on Twitter, I saw IGN or somebody had a tweet that was like the director of the last of us or the writer, whoever it was, was like the last of us is the best video game story ever told. And I was like, hmm, okay. And then I kept reading the rest of the tweet and the replies and everybody else tweeting. I was like, what world am I living in? Like, it's like, I agree with you. It's like, to me, 
there are two video games that I have played. We have not played everything. I haven't played Mass Effect with space boinking and all that crap. There are two games that are far and above every other story told. I might feel differently about seven once the trilogy comes to a close, but it's MGS three and it's the last of us. So never in a million years did I think saying that the last of us, the first is the best story ever told in video games was something to get people that upset. But again, Twitter is going to Twitter. What? Well, it's all, it's the whole thing about like, I've seen many versions of this tweet, but people are saying Twitter is like, and it's like, I love French toast. Oh, so does that mean you hate pancakes? What about waffles? And it's that kind of thing. It's like this person said that he thinks this is the best one ever. And then everybody loses their mind. I'm like, you guys are absolutely ridiculous. And I'm sure a lot of it is, you know, it's just stupid console war bull crap. And, oh, of course you would say a Sony game is the best story ever told. Like, I'm sure that's I part of it. But, like, that dude probably didn't even know that it was a video game before he started making the show. Like, I, I do think, like I said, it's one of the two best stories ever told, if not the best, period. Yeah. It's it's so emotional. It's got one of the craziest endings of all time. Um, stuff around the ending ending was retrofitted for two and whatever. We're not going to talk about that because I'm just getting mad, but like it's, I, I can't follow you. I'm joking about God of war. Um, I still think it's way better than Spider-Man, but um, it's in playing this. The other thing, like I was saying, like why is the Metacritic for this an 88 and the first one's a 93, 94? Well, it's the this same thing the same with game, GTA five. Right. And I got screwed. Got not a I'm like, how is six? This is the same version, but it's better so of one of the best games of all time. But yeah, oh, I'm only going to give it an 80 because Joel can't yeah, it's already been. Well, they laid out this entire world based around the fact that Joel is not a five foot two, 16 year old girl that can go under cars and shit. Like, but you could say that about any game. Like, no, but that's what I'm saying. No, I know. Like, you're walking through. Like, I mean, resident. I mean, it happens. It happens like, to God of War all every the time. game, but like. Kratos is the god of war and he walks up to like a, a like a if bush. I was walking through this room he walks up to a bush and he's like I can't get over this I wouldn't this be bush. able to go back into that corner because there's a table in the way right. climb over it crawl under it move it it's a table who cares like you Here's could me. say that Wait. about any game I'm Kratos I'm the god of war I'm on my mission oh there's a wall I'm the god of war <laughs> Excellent content. But I mean, come on. That, it's like, it's video game. Shut the yeah. fuck Number three. All right. Number two. <laughs> it was your number two. My number two, of course, is God of War Ragnarok. And I will say this. I, I think I already said it. I was pleasantly surprised by how great this game was. I expected it to not be this good. Um, I'm still trying to take everything in. I, I think this story was way more... This story felt more like the old God of War. This was like... Yeah. But in a way, but it's not like like the old God of War was Kratos like, I'm going to freaking kill everyone. It's what we thought Ellie was going to be like, I'm going to kill every last one of them. Well, yeah, but not because they killed your girlfriends. Cause... <laughs> but it was like... It was more bombastic, I guess is the word. Like it was like 
the the story was big. It Mr. was Mr. Bombastic. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh. God damn it. Why is Shaggy in my head? Um like they improved on the gameplay in every way. It was amazing. Like I know like Colin has said that like he thought it was too much. I was like, I didn't think so. Like I didn't think like the upgrades were too much. I like that there were so many upgrades. I like that you can tailor the way you play the game. Like you get like you unlock an upgrade. And then if you really like that, keep doing it and keep t- killing dudes and then you can put like a buff on that. Or not a buff, a uh yeah, a buff. Yeah. What what's the other one? Nerf. Debuff. <laughs> a debuff. A debuff. <laughs> um like the the gameplay was better in every way. It felt so good. I, I liked how the enemy variety was so much different in this. I like how it, it's crazy. Like the first game, I never cared about Norse mythology until I played the first game. And then I played this game and I was like, it made me care even more. Like Odin and Thor and through Loki, maybe the best character in the entire game. Loki? <laughs> <laughs> Sif was her name. Yeah. Right? Um, the bar fight, my that God. That was awesome. That was... It reminded more. me of uh, the church scene in um, Kingsman, which I don't know if you've ever seen it, but no. that's what it reminded no. me of. But it, it... Stick with me. This makes no sense. But it's the closest thing to that scene from the first game. Not because it has anything to do with anything that's come before yeah. it, but it was just like, I can't believe this is happening. This is freaking awesome. I didn't like the slow parts. Hashtag yak. But I appreciated what they were going for. The boss fights were great. I will say the boss fight with a certain character near the beginning of the game was better than the boss fight at the end of the game. I think we both agreed on that. I think so. Yeah. Because it was just like it was like fault it was like fighting the stranger in the first one. You're like, what the hell is happening? And boom, boom. You're going through mountains and throwing trees and shit. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Um I love the more grounded, contemplative Kratos in this. I love the relationship with Atreus. I didn't think he was, I was worried he was just going to be an angsty, annoying, weird, you know, hormonal teenager. He wasn't that. Um, I like the journey that he goes on in this game. Freya, again, I say that like Jeff Keighley should start a supporting actor award. I don't know what he would call it. Instead of best performance, best supporting performance, whatever it should be, because she should have won. She was amazing in this game. She was awesome in the first game. She was even better in this. Daniel Basuti. She was awesome. She retweeted me and said, thank you for your support. Um, the, the game was amazing. I, I just don't know. Like, I would have to pick nits to figure out if I like this or the first one better. I do think the story, the grounded nature of the story and Kratos in, in, in the first one, I'm saying and Kratos clearly fighting with being the God of war and now being a single dad. Like, to talk about, you were sitting on Olympus, and now your wife is gone, and you're a single dad. Like, just think of that. Like, you, you can't even think of that. that. That's insane. 
So that, and then the simple nature of just, we have to carry these ashes to the highest point in the realms. And then you get there and you see stuff and we're like, holy shit, what is going to happen in the second game? And it happened, but then you go back and you look at it and you're like, it did happen, but, and I can tell you what after, but like, it's amazing. It's, it's, I'm glad they took their time to get this game out and perfect it. God of War Ragnarok, easily a 10 out of 10. Amazing game. But this game was defined by our number one game of the year. And honestly, as much as I love God of War Ragnarok, to me, obviously to you, there's one game that's head and shoulders above everything else. Last of Us Part 2. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not how this is going to end. I want to recount. Wait, what is happening here? I want to recount. What do you want to recount of? Get the hell out of here, Chris, with your Last of Us Part 2 crap. Number one is Elden Ring. Yes. I sum it up like this. Did you see? Uh, it broke the record. Thank you. F you, Last of Us Part 2. Is that what you want to recount on? Most Game of the Year awards ever in the history of ever. Add two more right now. Bam! 234 <laughs> to 230. Suck it, Abby. Not your cat. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about this already I know, I don't a even, lot throughout the, the year. Quickest, like, I mean, we've been ever. saying throughout the year. Spoiler alert. This is probably going to be our Game of the Year. It was. Um, we talked about it after the Game Awards. I stand by like I'm okay with God of War winning everything it did I think it should have but to me game of the year is still Elden Ring they said the same thing not since Breath of the Wild and I've changed my mind on that quite a bit but not since Breath of the Wild has a game just hooked me and like consumed my life and I could not go a day without playing it or even like thinking about it I'm just like I just want to keep diving back in and just, and I remember at first I'm like, I love Bloodborne. I love Demon Souls, which is like the opposite of an open world game. I'm like, I don't know how that really works in an open world environment. And the answer was perfectly like it's perfect. They, yeah, they nailed it. I loved just exploring that whole world. And then you find out, there's oh a lot There's more a whole other world to it under. than what you see. Oh my god! Um, uh, the boss fights are awesome. Just even like the regular enemies are fun. When you just will randomly come across like a dragon, all of a sudden, like it's just. There's or you go so- kill a goat, and then a freaking twenty-five foot tall bear goes. <laughs> like what the hell? I was just killing a little goat, and then this asshole's here. Yeah, I mean. It's it's a perfect game. I don't know where it would be. Off the top of my head, I'm guessing it's top five all time for me. It's top and it five. may be top <clears throat> three. I mean, it is way, way, way up there. It. I was looking forward to this game. I mean, it's like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, whatever meets Game of Thrones. That was a blown. That was blown a bit out of proportion. Like. The story, it is what it is, and George R. R. Martin naming all the characters either G, R, M. Okay. Yeah, congrats. But, like, yeah. I don't know how much of an impact George R. R. Martin <clears throat> really had in this game, but 
my hopes were so high for this game, thinking of what it could be, and it blew it out of the water. And again, thinking back to like Breath of the Wild, like when you first step out on the Great Plateau in Breath of the Wild, and just and that's how I felt in this game when you <clears throat> climb up that ladder and you leave that crypt, whatever, where you basically start the game, and then it's just like, boom, there's the world. And here's this dude on a horse that's going to murder your Yeah, ass. like, oh, there's a pretty big enemy right there. Let's see what this game's all about. And he kills me in, like, two hits. I'm like, okay, well, it, now I know avoid that guy. But it's like, I don't know where to go, but I loved it. Like, I'm just like, I don't. every time I go over there, I get killed. Oh, I can go down. Oh, I can go all the way down to this beach here. All right, let's see what's going on down at the beach. And, like, Do I have to kill these birds? Fast travel everywhere, yeah. like... It's perfect. I don't know that we'll ever get an Elden Ring 2. I don't know that Bloodborne 2, should that ever happen. I don't know that any of the other Soulsborne games should go to open world. I think they need to stay in their lane and do what they've already done. But I want more <clears throat> Elden Ring. I want another open world Soulsborne game yesterday. I hope that they are working on DLC. I hope it's you open up a new area of the map or it comes out of the water or something and you get a new area plus a castle with new enemies and all that. I will pay a hundred bucks because 60 bucks for this is a ripoff. Chris says in the chat on a mass appeal, I understand why Elden Ring clicked for a lot of folks. Souls games give you a, a sense of accomplishment like no other uncover the world piece by piece. It was just chef's kiss. This game it's, Zelda was not Belder, okay? I said in 2017, and this is why I know Elden Ring is not Breath of Wild. In 2017, by the time... So, Horizon came out in February. The Switch launched March 3rd. Breath of Wild launched. Played it, played it, played it, played it, played it. Beat it, whatever. Kept going, okay, got done with it. Beat Horizon, okay. By the time I got to the end of the year, I was already starting to be like, yeah, but... With Breath of Wild... There is no yeah, but with the Elden Ring for me. I know it's not for everybody, but like I am not good at video games and I platinum this game. I brute force my way to Melania and all these optional bosses and getting everything in this game. Like this game, it, it's kind of like what I said two years ago with Final Fantasy VII Remake as my game of the year in 2020. Like I loved Immortal, Immortals Phoenix Rising. I love the Demon's Souls Remake. But Final Fantasy VII Remake was special. This was It was way Belder than Belder. This game is special. Like, this is unlike any game I've ever played. And, like, like I was DMing with, with uh, James. He's trying to get into it and everything. Like, it's making me want to go back and beat it for a third time now. Like, this game, playing it through the first time, my God... You talk about walking out onto the, the plateau. You go up the ladder and you open the plateau for the first time and all this, blah, blah, blah. You want to know what happened to me the first time? Do you remember this? I went through the, the dungeon thing and I go there and I kill this guy. It's like, I killed the first boss. This is awesome. And I'm like, okay. Oh, I got a key or some shit. Okay. Let me climb up this ladder. I'm like, huh, okay. Hmm. I'm still in the cave. I look around. I'm like, I don't know. And I see this dead guy over here. He's like, Ooh. and I go over to the dead guy. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, I don't know what to do. Then he's like, oh, the answers, the questions to the answers are below. And I was like, okay, step off, <laughs> die. I'm like, 
well, okay. So I just died in the tutorial. Great. And then I finally really, you were like, there, there's like a stairs. And I was like, oh, elevator. Okay, cool. Boom. And then I walked out there and I was like, oh my God. From that moment on, I was hooked. Like I walk out there and it's like the, the, the music in this game, just that boom. <laughs> but like you walk out you see it and then i'm like i see this guy in the horse i'm like okay well i mean he's here at the opening how he bad can't that be. bad right and i got like a sword or no i was a magician so i was like pew 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 and i was like <laughs> and i was like oh i'm dead in one hit okay let me try it again i'm behind the bushes i'm gonna go pew 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 and finally like okay let me go around this guy and then i get to the church like the broken down church and there's a sight of grace and I rest and I look over and there's this guy being like, I got some things on sale, stranger. And I was like, what, do I kill this motherfucker? Like, what the hell is happening? I go up and I talk to him and he's like, oh, Rye is tarnished. And he's like, do you want to buy some stuff? And I'm like, I would like to, okay. And then I go walk through the woods for the first time and I'm like, okay, I see guys walking around and it's almost, it, it's a tutorial without a tutorial. Like even once you get in the world, like they're walking through this dark wood, wooded area. And they've got their torches, so you can see them easily. But there's all this high grass and stuff. Don't go into the long grass. You go into the long grass, and then you can sneak up on them. You can go, bam! And then you go over here, and you kill the bam! And then you're like, wait a minute. There's a cave, and you go down to the cave, and then there's the beast man or whatever. And he's like, raw! <laughs> you're like, okay, start over. Okay, whatever. Like, it was amazing. And then, like, when I got through that, I figured out how to get through there and stalk everybody and kill them and everything. And then I go down the path, and it's like, Okay, there's a big castle over here, but then there's this little encampment over here. Not, not too bad. I'll go over here. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go ping, 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 and then all of a sudden I go ping one time, and it's like, huh? And they're blowing a horn, and six dudes are chasing after me, and I'm running away and everything. And then I'm like, okay, next time I'm gonna run by them. I see a sight of grace. Boom, save point. Cool. Okay, good. I got my horse now. Whatever. Oh, here's this big castle. Let me go in here, and then. I'm walking in. Like, I'm walking in, and then boom, boom, boom. I'm like, ah! and I run away, and I'm like, I don't know how to play this game. I remember when I killed that dude. I'm like, yes, and then I died, and then I got back there. I'm like, oh, he's back. Oh, that's not, oh, that's a, boss. not a boss. That's, that's just, just a dude. It's just a tougher enemy. I'm like, oh it's, man, it's one of the most special games I've ever played. All I think if times- I do play through it again. I don't know that I'm doing new gameplay. Like I kind of just want to start fresh. I'm not good different enough. Build. I'm not good enough to start over. I can't do it. I mean, I wouldn't try to do I wouldn't be trying to get a second platinum, right. but like I don't know. I would almost start fresh. So I'm not just killing everything in one hit, but just do like a different build or something. I don't know. Like I can remember texting you. I assume I was tweeting. I was hitting up the Discord like just dying and dying and dying to Margaret. And I was like I can't beat this jackass. And I would be like I would summon somebody, and I'm like, oh, nobody's powerful enough, whatever. And then I went over to that, and I killed the guy. I kept killing the guys that were easy to kill, that were, like, dragging the, you know, the, the, the chariot, whatever thing. thing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's some souls. Okay, go save, do it again, boom, save, level up, level up, level up. And I finally, when I finally beat him, I was like, okay, I'm still very bad at video games. But I want to, now that I beat this jackass... I want to see this through. Like this, and is, well, I mean, that's how Bloodborne was with yeah. Cleric Beast. You're just like you get to him and you get smoked, and then it's like okay, level up, try again. And then once you finally beat him, which you don't even have to beat, like it does nothing. It doesn't open up a way right. forward. Like you don't even have to beat Cleric Beast. It's just 
okay, I'm here and I can. But once you beat him, yeah, it's like, okay, I get it. I'm in. Yeah. It's just, it's one of the most special games ever. It's easily game of the year. It, now I really want to go back and play it again with new game plus, plus two, because I can, I I cannot start. I'm not good enough, especially now. Like I almost want to play it again just because I assume there's DLC coming. That's not just the PVP stuff that they did as a free. Now, just game. know if it's anything like Bloodborne. Am I going to have to do it from one of my saves? When you do New Game Plus, you're going to wreck everybody till the end. Then they kind of <clears throat> it kind of yeah. evens out. From New Game Plus two and on, like you aren't getting that much better because all your levels just kind of plateau and yeah. like the diminishing returns and whatnot. Bloodborne New Game Plus, I just ran through. I was killing everybody. When I got to New Game Plus Plus, it was almost like starting fresh. Like, I wasn't much better than I was at the beginning of New Game Plus, but it's like the enemies got a lot tougher. So, and you're going to be out of practice. So, if you do New Game Plus Plus, you might... I'm just going to be there with my rivers of blood just going... (laughs) (laughs) and then run away yeah uh, ladies and gentlemen those are our top 10 games of the year for 2022 but we are not done yet sean let's run through the wrap-up although this first one might take an hour 2023 will be quote a year of many announcements according to konami metal gear solid producer noriaki okamura including something that is quote long awaited sean they're doing Castlevania DLC. They're doing Silent Hill. There's nothing else they own that is long awaited. Do not say Contra. No one cares. No, I think it's obviously Metal Gear and Survive 2. <laughs> Perfect timing. It's my my hope though for real, it's gonna be Metal Gear. Just don't be six. Do not be six. Don't don't do this. Either we assume it's three that's getting a remake with Virtuous Studios, which clearly was just established by Konami as a satellite studio to work on the Virtuous mission. Jesus Christ. How long have we been? Damn! Two hours and 18 minutes. Um, oh, wow. There's, there's a lot of wrap-up. It's happening. <laughs> like, it has to be Metal Gear. We've got all the Silent Hill crap coming. There's nothing else. Now, I will say this as a Metal Gear savant. I have never heard this dude's name associated with Metal Gear. So what I really think is happening is stuff's getting twisted that he's been at Konami for a while and he kind of dabbled in Metal Gear. But even with that being said, watch Curb. There's nothing else that's long awaited. There's no monsters in my pocket, my my pocket (laughs) reboot that's happening. Like it's Metal Gear. Symphony of the Night 2. No. Without Iga? No. Without Hideo? Remake. 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 <laughs> remake. remake. Every, he laid the groundwork. If you want to remake Symphony... No, don't remake Symphony. Yeah. It's, it's Metal Gear. God of War Ragnarok is getting New Game Plus in spring 2023. Perfect time to replay it. Depending on when it comes out in the spring, because Te- Tears of the Kingdom is coming out, then Street Fighter Six, and then... I know we talked about Fantasy this 16. in the Discord, but, yeah. like, why does it take six months to add new games. And again, what I say is correct. The only right answer. 
focus on getting the game as perfect as you can when it comes out. Don't worry about New Game Plus. No one no, needs but New like, Game Plus. The game is comes out. perfect. It's It came out great. There were stories. All you saying, do is add an option to the menu. It's not that simple. Add everybody's, you know, scale everybody's health and strength <laughs> by like 10%. It ain't that simple. And go. And the dev, the, there were devs at Santa Monica that were saying that three months ago they thought the game sucked and they didn't know if they were going to hit the finish line. So that's why there's no new game plus at launch. I'm not saying it needed to be there at launch. I just don't know why they're saying, well, six months from now, well, I don't know, probably four or five months from now, right? we'll add new game plus. Like, really? Because I'm sure they have data that says after that many months, the sales finally kind of go like this. But do you think like, new, new game, game plus, plus? that's no, not going to make more people buy it. No, it's just going to make just, more people that already bought it play it again. It's just another marketing cycle where it, it, it just gets it back into the consciousness and everything. Yeah. That's what I think. The zeitgeist. Yes. Cowabunga Collection got an update these past two weeks. Online play is now available with TMNT 4 on the SNES. TMNT 3 is getting online play in the future. That is amazing. That's awesome. I can't even figure out how that would be possible. Uh, they also have customizable button mapping. Sean, you can finally do a special button with one move. I mean, special move with one button. <laughs> On the arcade games, thank you, God. There's also new Game Boy filters as well as new tips inside of the in-game strategy guides. Chris, by the way, sorry I saw that. It didn't say anything. It's a great idea. Shit. I can't. I, I just... Go back and watch our uh, Bloodborne Let's Plays if you've never it's seen It's embarrassing. Because we're like, we only have R2 attacks. <laughs> uh, Shredder's Revenge also got some updates. There's a new arcade mode that allows custom game modes to be made and virtual dip switches like you had your own arcade. There's also new... No, what? No, what? Dip switches are you would go into the actual arcade board and you would flip stuff on or off, like God mode, extra specials, uh, stuff okay. like that. There are also new CRT and VHS filters. Well, that's cool. Hosts can now set the maximum number of players that are in a lobby. So if you want to go play online, but you don't want six people just going, Bleh! you can set it to like three, four, five, one, two, whatever. Why would one. you play online with one? <laughs> um, there are also lots of tweaks to boss fights and enemy encounters, taunts, and ninja power bar, etc. Thank you, Konami. You're on the right path. Give me Metal Gear. Jedi Survivor, we got some updates on the game. It is set five years after Fallen Order. The dark times are in full swing. Uh, there's a new fighting stances. There are new fighting stances, including the dual blade option. You can use a blaster and a lightsaber at the same time, as well as the cross guard lightsaber that we saw in the trailer. And they did say that that's like, like it does a lot of damage, but like you gotta, you gotta time stuff like, well, uh, there's also going to be a grappling hook and the ability to tame and ride different creatures in the world. I shouldn't be excited for this game because I thought the first one was fine. I thought it was fine. But I'm really excited. I don't know if I'd say I'm really excited. I think when it gets closer, I probably will be. I'm excited, but I'm not like excited. counting down the days. But yeah, I'll get it. Uh, RE4 remake will not remove the island from the end of the game, but it will have, quote, a lot more content than the original release. I mean, why would they? I've only the played island? this one because apparently people hate this. I don't remember what the hell they're talking about. I've so only when you played go to the once. island and that's where you start seeing the big. <laughs> like the guy was like the big chain guns okay. and like that's where you fight Krauser. It's like an old like military. I don't know if it's like actually. Yeah, it's like a military uh, compound. Okay. It just seems kind of out of place but I don't know I 
no part of me thought that they would remove it. I don't know why. No, but it, and if they're adding stuff to it, I think that's a good yeah. thing. So. Okay. Square Enix has reiterated that Final Fantasy 16 will release in June, and they've teased that lots of information is coming before the release. Apparently, the marketing for this is going to be through the roof. I cannot freaking wait. Yeah. Most anticipated games. Resident Evil 4. Yep. I don't think 7 Rebirth is coming out this year. It's going to be early 24. So I'm going to say 16 and then Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, for me, it's 16. 4. Oh, yeah. 4. Spidey 2. Assuming it's coming. about that. No, that's number 3. And then sixteen. below that. Zelda. You're more excited Jedi? for... Wow. You're more excited for for Spidey than Final Fantasy. That's surprising. I just... But something I know it's about super Final different. Fantasy. No, I uh, man, I don't know. I'm it worried. It seems like it's more for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the support, pa- support page for Starfield is now live, and it reiterates the game is coming out in the first half of 2023. Do you believe it? I will guarantee you i would bet this does not come out any before july money, it ain't coming out this i think it'll be out this year yeah but it's not coming out you know when it's coming out november yeah. it ain't coming i know they said all oh, the games we're showing at our showcase will be out in the next 12 months also when we get to the game awards it's the biggest show of the year we're not gonna show anything and i'm gonna sit there like the ftc sued me because i'm a snake oil salesman go to hell ash you know what to do. Yes, please. <laughs> um, Redfall also is rumored to come out in May. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Did, that nobody maybe, cares. but yeah. nobody cares. Armored Core Six will act as a soft reboot of Armored Core. There will be no campaign co-op. Uh, I still don't know what to think of this. It's, it's like the island. <laughs> <laughs> the DualSense Edge reportedly has quote moderately shorter battery life than the standard dual sense if i'm paying 200 dollars for a stupid controller i better have more battery life what the hell yeah i don't get that sea of stars sean is getting a summer 2023 release window i saw a game on twitter recently okay that street fighter 6 final fantasy 16 dead space zelda spider-man jedi survivor jeez man we eating good this year there's a game and I just randomly see it tweeted every so often. I probably liked something um, that to me just kind of came out of nowhere. But I'm like, oh my god, this is this game is for me. Um, and it reminds me of Sea of Stars. I must have liked something about it at some point. Um, Chained Echoes is that it? Hmm. Chained. That sounds like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Chain of Memories. Did I get that right? Maybe. I think it's called... Symphony of Memories? Symphony of Chains? Let me see. Um, But it looks like... Chain Echoes, yeah. It looks very much like Sea of Stars, which looks very much like Chrono Trigger. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, this this game is awesome. So I think I'm going to look into it. I think it's out already. It's like 20 bucks, 20, 25 bucks. I'm like, hello, like this is perfect. This is what it I want. It kind of looks like a nice looking fantasy star too. Yeah. So I don't know. I just. But then I see those menus and I'm like. Well, yeah, it, it's not yeah. for you, no. but. 
Uh, Sifu is coming to Xbox and Steam in March. Silent Hill, the short, the sort message apparently has been rated for release on PS5, which means it's coming out soon. Uh, cool. Just give us Moger. The System Shock remake is finally coming out this year. It appears it's targeting a March release date. System Shock is the progenitor, new favorite word, of Bioshock. Okay. This is a game that I feel like I've always heard of, but never really knew what it was. It was, it walked so Bioshock could run. Now, I don't know if Ken Levine made this. I kind of think he did, but I I just, it's been so long. I I don't know for sure. Yeah. Metal Hellsinger is over 1 million players since launch. I don't know this because I was too tired to Google it. I'm not going to Google it now, but I wonder if it was on Game Pass. I can't remember. But that was like... Like Troy Baker in the <laughs> Death Stranding 2. With Chain Echoes. Games yeah. with Gold for January were announced, and they are garbage. Iris Fall and Autonauts. Okay. Cancel it. Stop. Just stop. It's like that Michael Jordan. Stop. Just stop. Get some help. PS Plus essential games for January were announced. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order on PS4 and PS5. Fallout 76, which I thought was free to play. So why does it need to be a PS Plus game? I've been way too lazy to Google it. I don't know if anybody in the Discord ever corrected me, but yeah. And Axiom Verge 2. You never tried it, right? Because oh, I tried it. Off. Oh, you no, did? I tried it, but I didn't even get as far as you did. Okay. When you start controlling the little thing, I'm like, I don't like this anymore. And well, I'm just, yeah, I quit. wait until it's the only thing you control. Well, That's okay. when I was like, well, I can't do this. Yeah. That's it for episode three. I don't even know. 308. It's been two and a half hours. Holy crap. Um, thanks, Chris, for hanging with us. Yes. I don't know if anybody else is still there. If you thank are, you, thank Chris, you as well. But. James, John. I gotta go export this and edit it. Hopefully it'll be up tomorrow for everybody else. But um yeah. Let's make twenty twenty three kick ass. Not off to a great start. Bahamut. Um but until next week, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.